Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Sustained effort and violence. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Do we not agree? It can be a total goat rodeo. Was that supposed to be funny? Cool, neat story. A fat, fat, stinky kind of dude that someone thought had a radio voice. What's wrong with my voice? (laughs) Doesn't seem like a real bad guy, but just a bit full of himself and sees himself as a huge radio personality. (laughs) Dominating the East Coast. He deaf looks fat and stinky. Aw. And is an absolute bozo. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. The madness is upon us. We've been watching college basketball all day, continuing to do so throughout this program and we'll update you on what's going on with ECU baseball as well as they are taking on Radford we're kind of in the dark ages here with the game not being streamed so this is uh this is something new something different for pirate baseball this year uh but we will keep you updated on what's going on there and talk a lot of tournament hoops on today's show on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington we're on 1250 930 also online pr927fm.com and you can find us on facebook live and youtube on pirate radio tv make sure you like pirate radio on facebook and check us out there each and every day got a lot of content on our facebook page and youtube as well as uh, you can subscribe to pirate radio tv catch our shows are the brian bailey show our post-game ecu reports uh, when they have home games and we have boots on the ground uh but nobody uh i don't know if anybody's up there covering the game uh in radford today because i know Igo is here in greenville and patrick mason from the daily reflector will be joining us in the pirate radio studios in about 30 minutes so he is not there as well so uh we're again we'll we'll keep you posted but uh gonna be tough to get insight on that we're gonna have to live stat it uh like old school times here for this game today against radford pirates coming off a loss we'll recap that one in a moment and with patrick mason at 3 30 at four o'clock jeff nadeau joins us conference tournaments all going on pretty much everything beginning today uh outside of a couple including the american which will get underway on thursday but as of this point most of the tournaments have either concluded or are going on as we speak we're watching the acc tournament right now as boston college has an early lead over wake forest in the first half 22 to 15 uh we got a lot to update you on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard but we'll talk about it all with jeff nadu coming up at four o'clock the voice jeff charles will join us live from Fort Worth, Texas, coming up at 4.30 on today's show. We are 22 hours away from our live watch-along, East Carolina, taking on Cincinnati, round one of the American Tournament. We'll be with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. The Pirate Radio crew will be here. We'll be fed hand, uh, nicely by Winslow's, so I'm looking forward to that and uh, having a good time here in the Pirate Radio studios on Thursday. So if you're at work, just pull up YouTube or Facebook Live and, and watch us, and we'll keep you up to date and have a, a fun time while ECU takes on Cincinnati. And, yes, uh, we'll be in our basketball jerseys. 
Chandler and I in the Aaliyah uh, <laughs> throwback bricklayers jersey. Bricklayers jersey, yes. From MTV's Rock and Jock. I uh, will also be in a jersey. What kind of jersey will you be wearing? It will be a very, very old. When I say old, it is very old. Uh, medium Farmville jersey. It nice. actually says Farmville across the front. And I believe it's either 40 or 44, but you can tell I've worn it a lot because it's starting to come apart. But it is uh, it is my favorite jersey, and I wear it a lot, and I'll wear it tomorrow. All right, CJ, Represent. have you decided on your jersey selection for Thursday? I have. I have a City Edition Miami Heat jersey from a couple years ago that I'm going <laughs> to wear. Yeah, have know you heard what, of that? I have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, you, do you Essence? not know what the Miami Heat is or a City Edition jersey? Let's talk or? about the concept of heat Okay, first. okay. Uh, so is this the like the Vice City? Um, no, it is the year after that. I did not get a Vice City jersey. I wish I did. If I did, it'd oh, be a Dwayne Vice, Wade jersey. Be a lot yeah, cooler the, if you did. Vice I know. City, I know. Vice City jerseys are sweet looking. What player do you have? But uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. All right. Where? Uh, so we'll all be in uniform tomorrow as East Carolina takes on Cincinnati. Also coming up at five o'clock today, we'll talk to former ECU tight end Bryce Williams. We've got lots of NFL news to discuss as well, including a new quarterback, the first QB to take a snap for the Washington Commanders. I did not see this coming. We'll uh, talk about that momentarily. Uh, you know, Chandler Honeycutt's here, and he's having a, a laugh at the moment at my expense, uh, I guess, for getting his quarterback is Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I was about to say what the are you thing. laughing at i don't think it's he's going to be our quarterback next year who okay who is you might see in the draft or you might see somebody come from elsewhere i have a laugh at my guy but just remember what you have in your stable right now you guys want mason rudolph yeah, speaking of crappy quarterbacks, CJ... I didn't say anything. Well, you went over a stat to consider from Carson Wentz last year. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Oh, he's great. I mean, that is... Let's make it 30. There's nothing ugly about that. Those were some shocking numbers because he is a absolute turnover machine. And That last regular season game when they went to Jacksonville All they had was, to do was win, right? Oh, my God. Oh, and maybe it's because I had the Colts that day. It was... It was terrible. I mean, it was disgusting to watch the play of Carson Wentz that day, and now he is a commander. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Shirley, get the rim shot ready. Redbeard has a question. I guess for CJ. Oh no! Does the city does the city jersey give you city speed? Now that is a Scotty Montgomery reference. And by the way, well done. Today is March the ninth. Uh, three oh. nine it is three nine scotty mo day as justin barrow said on twitter happy scotty montgomery day to those who celebrate so uh pirate nation you are the real deal you are the real deal from happy a, scotty montgomery day from a real deal standpoint who led carson wentz to those numbers last year <laughs> yeah. in indianapolis <laughs> Did Scotty ever get a gig, or is he staying with the Colts? As far as I know, he's still with. Uh, he's still in Indianapolis. I mean, just chilling. I mean, coaching Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I mean, all right. Robert says, "Word up, guys." I don't think we have a soundbite. For word that, up, yeah. Word up, Robert. Um, Let's get to pumping. Let's get to pumping. We'll have him on the show today. That always works. Uh, the closest I thought was bird up, but. 
Bird up. Uh, Steve Hill says Commander Wentz. I mean, even that just sounds like I've seen Commander Carson today, and that was from Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz. I saw Commander Carson today, and it was from the guy that broke the news, Adam Schefter. Shefty, get the Shefty. Let's get the Shefty. Let's get to pumping. Carson Wentz. Uh, Mike P says Carson Wentz. <laughs> Can I read this? All right, hold on. Mike P says, Carson Wentz, more like farts and limps off the field. <laughs> no, please. No. All right, let me try to get through this whole thing. Carson Wentz, more like farts and limps off the field because he stinks and is injured all the time. No, that wasn't no. it. <laughs> no, it kept going. So the Washington Commanders brings in farts and limps. Well, that ain't edge. <laughs> that ain't edge. It certainly is. Mike not. P always delivers. Mike P is a big more like guy, and I really enjoy it. Do you guys want an early scoreboard update? Brought to you we by did. Buck. All yeah. right, let's go to our Buccaneer musical scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Sorry, but this is big news. Pirates are up two nothing. How? Uh, let's see. Well, to start the inning off, Bryson Worrell had a, uh, a bunt single. Then he stole second. And then Jacob Jenkins Cowart um, reached on a throwing error. I did it for the stolen base. Amac grounded out to second base, but that, sc- uh, that scored uh, Bryson. And then Carter Cunningham singled to center field. Um Scoring Jenkins Coward and then advanced to second on a throwing error. Hmm. So so we are at two nothing. Top of the first with two out. That is a lot of action in a baseball game that has only gone on for ten minutes now. But uh, great to hear that the Pirates are up. All right, thank you for that update, uh, CJ and Charlay. Robert says it's going to be a total goat rodeo in goat Washington. Rodeo. This it could be a total goat rodeo. Yeah. Do we not agree? Uh, Carson Wentz is. A turnover machine. If you went to a, a warehouse, a, a lab, wherever they develop machines. Lab. Going back to the lab. He's going to the lab. <laughs> wherever they uh, manufacture machinery, and there was a, uh, a builder there putting together a machine, a turnover machine, it would look like... Like a factory it would type look, deal? A uh, factory might have been the word I was looking for. Uh, it would look like Carson Wentz. He is also put together by duct tape and Elmer's glue at this point. So, I don't know. At one time, he was on pace to be an MVP. And then he got hurt. And then BD Nick Foles came in and won a Super Bowl for the Eagles. And won the MVP of that Super Bowl. And uh, I think Wentz even might have got MVP votes that year with the Eagles. Uh, I... I searched my twitter my name and carson wentz to see some of my old carson wentz tweets most of them were bad there uh, was one good one right? there was a couple of good ones i in fact be careful what you wish for in fact I should probably tweet that out right now chandler now that i'm thinking about it i said the eagles should trade us carson wentz to do a make good for giving us donovan mcnabb and here we are, all uh, a few years later, and Wentz is on the Commanders. Um, Glenn Griffin with a nice trivia nugget. That Carson Wentz is the first quarterback 
starting quarterback to be traded in back-to-back seasons since this former number one overall pick. He played for three NFC teams in 2014, 2015, 2016. Can you name that quarterback? And he was a first-round pick? He was a first overall pick of the NFL Johnny Manziel? No. Mm. Did anybody have any guesses? Mm. From the Big 12? Um, 2014, 2015. Also, I think had a brutal injury. RG3? Uh, nah, he was the second overall pick. Uh, Kirk Cousins? No, the answer is Sam the Ma'am Bradford. Oh. Oh, okay. Rams, Eagles, Vikings, I believe. Yeah. For Sam Bradford. For those playing sports trivia tonight at AJ Murphy's, you might want to remember that. Just saying. Put it in the memory bank. There's two people here that will be there tonight. You we going, a, Junkie? We got a crown to protect. Oh, ah, that's defending right. Defending champions. Junkie. That's right. that's right. The Junkie and his teammates going for the uh, back-to-back tonight at AJ Murphy's, 8 o'clock. Come on out. We'll have a good old time. All right, uh, ECU baseball, we hit on that. 2 nothing first inning against Radford. Yeah, they're in the bottom of the uh, first now. Better news from last uh, yesterday. Yep. Yesterday, our troubles were not that far away. They were happening because East Carolina lost to Virginia Tech 7-2. to Hokies, by the way, 10-1 and on the young season. So maybe this loss won't be, you know, won't hurt too bad as far as rpi and things like that go we'll see once they get into acc play but a great start to the season for virginia tech chandler you're looking at the box score you pointed out this pitching that has been so good for east carolina and really these guys listed here have been pretty good for ecu this year Yeah, those are the guys that have you know have been really good for the pirates this year nick logish got the start and gave up three earned in two and a third on four hits uh uh, the next guy coming up that you're about to mention is the guy. You know what? I, you can go ahead and mention him, Carter Spivey. Why? Why wait? Um, you know, the last time he came out and, and he just pitched his butt off against Carolina, I think with seven strikeouts in the last outing that he had, I really felt good with him coming in uh, for the Pirates yesterday, and he gave up three hits and two and two thirds. So, um, yeah, and then the other guys too that you'll mention as well. I'll just go ahead and let you because you're the host of the show. I don't want to take over, but uh, yeah, pitching was. Uh, you know what? Let's mention the next guy at the same time. Okay. All right, ready? All right, yeah. One, two, three. Ben, ben Terwilliger. Uh, gave up one earned in a third of an inning. Mm. Garrett Saylor, who looked good, really good in relief over the weekend, had five strikeouts in two innings yesterday, uh, but gave up two earned on three hits in two innings. C.J. Mayhew allowed a hit, but struck out two in two-thirds of an inning. He recorded two outs. They were strikeouts. So these are guys that East Carolina has uh, relied on so far this year and have pitched well, but Virginia Tech able to get 13 hits yesterday as a team and uh, knock off the Pirates 7-2. to two. As far as offense goes yesterday for East Carolina, your three and four, really your top four hitters did all the damage. Zach Agnos had, had a hit. Outside of that, your top four guys in the lineup had all the hits. Two for Worrell, two for Jacob Jenkins Coward, two for Makarevich, and a hit and a run scored for Lane Hoover. And that was it for East Carolina. Top of the order doing damage. I would say one of the strengths of this East Carolina team is the way Godwin kind of spreads out the lineup, usually you'll have guys hitting on the back end just as good as the guys at the top of the order, but 
that was not the case yesterday as the top four hitters for east carolina did all of the damage yeah good to see bryson world continue yeah. to stay hot with two hits yesterday and four plate appearances sounds like uh, that's continued on into today yeah already. so uh and then got across the plate for a run and then lane hoover uh always find a way to get on base whether that's hitting the baseball or just drawing some walks um but uh you know we're, we actually also got to see some guys that we've you know haven't seen at all maybe just a little bit uh, uh for sure for sure in terms of appearances this year for the pirates with mccrystal getting a pinch hit uh and then you also had jacob starling unfortunately those guys did not were were not able to contribute uh yesterday at the plate but that was good to see them get in some action so uh yeah the bats uh need to get get hot there at the you know top half of that uh or the bottom half of that lineup and uh so got to help out that top half so Hopefully we can get it started today and uh, already have started with two runs. <laughs> For sure. In terms of a little bit. See, I should have never said if a little any. bit because I just turned into Mark Lindsay. <laughs> In terms of the top half. In terms of the top half of the lineup, for sure. In terms of the bottom half, not so good a little bit, Coach. Uh, Sounded like the Pirates need to work, uh, have a leg day, you know what I mean? Too much focus on the upper half. Yep, need to go on the bottom half. Got to get them thighs looking right. CJ, what do you think about thighs? You a thigh guy? What? I tell you what, I like chicken thighs. How about you? I'm a leg. You like legs? Love legs. Really? Huh. (laughs) You like wings. What are you talking about? I get the drums. I'm a drum guy over a flat. Really? Huh. Who's your favorite Mm -hmm. drummer? Probably Tommy Lee. I mean, the guy... That was a quick answer. I'm going to give you a lot of credit for that. Even if... like That was a quick answer. I appreciate quick answers. The guy <laughs> plays the drums upside down. So, I mean... Respectable. While chugging res- a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. yeah. Very respectable. And carrying around a drumstick all day, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? All right. Moving along very quickly. Radford in the bottom of the first has threatening. They have two on right now with nobody out. This is according to a game tracker. That Are y'all looking at the same game tracker? Yes. You okay? <laughs> she, We're moving she spent on. like we, 30 we, seconds trying to turn it off. Then when we, you asked her a question, we, she had to turn it back on. I had just turned the, the... Shirley, turn your mic off. Yeah, turn the mic. Turn it back on. Shirley, I need to talk to you. Shirley, are you there? Yeah, I know how frustrating yeah, that thing that, can be that over there. Yeah, that button tends to stick sometimes, and <laughs> I, I have to kind of beat on it a little bit to get it to work. I'm going to get you a hammer just so you can pound it. That's what I say. Yeah. Jason Hamilton. Well, I mean, I could. Night. Good call there, Chandler. Nice for reference. Is that a reference? That, that is, is a, a reference. reference. All right, let's look at our Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Up. Dub Up. Uh, Wake Forest, they're 23-8. and eight. They're 13-7. and seven. Normally, that would be enough to, to say, all right, we're in the NCAA tournament. And maybe they are. But what they don't need to do is lose today, Chandler. No. And what they're doing right now is losing. They are trailing by one, 28 to 27. Boston College up with 104 left to go in the first half. Let's see what Joey Brackets has. Joey Brackets has Wake as a last, uh, one of his last four buys. So basically, in his category of the last eight teams in the tournament, Wake Forest is in one of those spots. I don't, does the, they they still need to play this as if they have to win today, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, Do we not agree? Do we not agree? Do we not agree? If you lose to Boston College, that's 
horrible. What are they in the conference? It can't be. They're twelve and nine overall, six and fourteen in the conference, in the and lay, and laid up beat down on pittsburgh and they are the 13th seed in this right. acc tournament by the way think, no go ahead cj i was gonna say you got to think the the bid stealers aren't done yet um yeah exactly right and if you you get a couple more uh lower seeds winning your conference tournaments yep then suddenly wake forest goes from the last four buys to the last four in lose to boston college oh there you go we out of the tournament chandler last year we rode miami mm-hmm. uh you have a big future on miami to win the acc this year starts tomorrow yesterday we took pit after the game i looked it up and, and saw what seed miami was last year before uh, they won two games and covered three games in the acc tournament they were the 13th seed just like boston college a good day for them yesterday uh, taking care of business against the Panthers of Pittsburgh and Jeff Capel. Oh, look and, at their jerseys. Uh, they say the heights on them. That's yeah, pretty cool. So Are it, those the city edition? You don't know what that is. Why does that matter to you? Two. Just because I don't know things doesn't mean I don't want to learn more about things. God, you're a... Wow. A learnist. Woo, you are catty today. What's wrong with you, Plummy? Very catty. Catty. What's wrong with you, CJ Plummy? After this, hey, look, after this segment, I'm going to have to go in there and, and get him off the mic. He's scratching he's, at us. He's, he's got his claws out today. <laughs> I feel like you're attacking before being attacked today. That's not like you. Usually you wait. You're, you're on the offensive today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going to let it happen today. <laughs> <laughs> Different strategy. All right, throwing haymakers out the gate. I like All it. Right uh so that game about to go to half we'll look at oh chandler we watched tomorrow we have got to let the people know what we witnessed because i guarantee there was nobody else watching this game except us chandler and i took st joe's earlier today in a game against uh lasalle and then when you said that i said the first thing you said that came out of your mouth i said chandler let's take st joe's you said charles coleman i said oh man we just talked about him with Igo yesterday. Um, Charles Coleman, his uh, season high coming into today was seven points. He was two of ten from three going into today's game. I thought he said two for 12. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe two for 12 going into today's game. Charles Coleman. This man. Put on a show today, This folks, man. That we have never, ever seen before. 18 it- points. Four of five from three. Whoa. Not 11 rebounds. He had an double, assist. Double. He was a one-man show. And not only that, Chandler, we had St. Joe's, so we watched this game. They were lazy. Lazy. They did not care. They did not want to be there. Charles Coleman was the only guy in the first half given a damn. Yep. And then finally in the second half, it's like they looked at Charles Coleman and said, hey, maybe we should start playing hard and trying to win this game he inspired the whole team they made a nice rally in the second half but they came up short 63 56 st joe's is an awful basketball team charles coleman i all the credit in the world yeah to charles coleman i've been asking around with you know there's some pirate fans that the basketball games that kind of keep a watch on where some of these guys go to like jeremy shepherd or uh like a charles coleman and i've heard uh from several people that you know he was having a down year and you even mentioned that he was two for 12 from three uh and his you know season high was seven points and uh, he come off. He comes off the bench today and gets his first basket. And I'm like, okay, there's Charles Coleman. 
Next thing you know, he gets another basket. Next thing you know, he gets he sets a pick and sits behind the three-point line and says, give me the basketball. I'm going to shoot this thing, My and time. I'm going to make it. Yeah. And he did that three more times yeah he started four or four from three and like you said you took the words right out of my mouth he was the only basketball player on that basketball team today that wanted to play basketball there was nobody on saint joseph's that wanted to be there and play basketball except charles coleman thank you charles passionate speech yeah this is awesome no it was disgusting (laughs) oh Because if it wasn't for Charles Coleman, we'd be wasting our time. They'd have gotten beat by 25 if it weren't for Charles Coleman. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. It is disrespectful for people like us to sit there and watch that. I agree. Give no effort. To give my time, my energy to that product. Or your betting lines. I was sitting there watching it and the awful shooting display and St. Joe's not getting a rebound. I said, Chandler, this reminds me of something. This team reminds us this team of the team that we're going to watch tomorrow. This team struggles to score. They can't block out and get a rebound, and they have Charles Coleman. <laughs> it reminds me of East Easy. Carolina. <laughs> uh, what are we going to see tomorrow? I just have so many bad March memories of watching the Pirates go one and done in a conference tournament. Oh, you mean like last year when we did a watch along against Central Florida and yeah. didn't have a three point made until the second half? Oh, okay. And we put that prop, uh, you know, contest out for the listeners. Yeah. And they weren't even allowed to call in until the second half because that's when the first three of the game was made for EC. Yeah, you talking about last year? That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? uh redbeard chandler i told you yesterday if you wanted to get uh cj there's a term in wrestling cheap heat mm. where you like go out there and depending on the city you're in you like talk about the t- the sports team get the lowest hanging fruit yeah uh i told chandler yesterday if you wanted to get some uh some cheap heat or in this case some cheap pops some likes uh some retweets because chandler said something to the effect of hey boston college showed up for their acc tournament game yeah uh redbeard tweets anyone else shocked boston college showed up for postseason play so there you go <laughs> you want some you want a cheap pop talk about bc not showing up to the military it's the power <laughs> of bc that's all you got to do and you'll get some likes and retweets. bc powder no <laughs> <laughs> thank you coach k all right, uh, so much more to get to on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Uh, we'll run down the whole schedule, what's happening now, but uh, we do need to take a break because Patrick Mason is here. We'll talk some hoops with him. Iowa guy. We'll also talk some ECU baseball. Get his take on his first uh, ever Keith LeClaire Classic that he was at over the weekend. We'll talk about yesterday's loss and keep you up to date on what's going on right now. Pirates and Radford. In the second inning, Radford did score one, two to one, the score, as we are playing in the top of the second inning. More to go, Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, we'll have a fun night tonight. AJ McMurphy's 8 o'clock sports trivia. Got a lot of college basketball, uh, some NFL as well, as the NFL has been making headlines here the last couple of days. So come on out, 8 o'clock. Some great food, great pirate beverages, and uh, plenty of good times tonight and plenty of hoops at hab murphy's well we got acc tournament hornets yeah. are back in action tonight yeah hornets against the celtics coming off a bad loss last night to the brooklyn nets kyrie irving dropping a 50 burger on the bugs yeah that was rough and now the celtics are big favorites tonight they I had guess. a guy that dropped 54 the other night jason tatum oh great so uh i guess the celtics are healthy and playing well because they are like seven seven and a half point favorites tonight cj uh the acquisition of Derek White from the Spurs was big for us. We have, I think, the best defensive team in the league uh, efficiency-wise now. So he's played a big part in that. Now, how did? Why do you claim the Celtics? Uh, it as was a Filipino Pittsburgh Havelock native. Thank you for noticing. By the way, uh, <laughs> it is just the first basketball game I watched, and I just decided to. I was, was like it with like Pierce and all those guys, Rondo. It, this was before the big three, so this was like oh four, oh five, and it was just Pierce. It was like a random basketball game, and I was watching as a little kid, and I was like, okay, whoever wins this game, I'm going to be a fan of them, and the Celtics won. So. Cool, they, neat was, story. Were they hey, playing like the uh, Sacramento Kings? Like It could have really gone south if it, they were they playing. Pro- they had to be playing a terrible team. <laughs> yeah. They were awful. All right. Well, there's uh, another episode of Getting to Know C.J. Schaefer as we continue to peel the onion back on that. All right. Patrick Mason joins us. What if we just talked to C.J. the whole time and Patrick just sat there? I was, I <laughs> that would been a great bit. Yeah. I was actually thinking that was what was going to happen. <laughs> Patrick, I was like, hey, we got a guest in here. <laughs> we'll let you on the show, Patrick. Patrick, how you doing, man? Good, guys. How's it going? Uh, great, and and thanks for joining us. My original plan when I contacted you to come on the show was to watch some ECU baseball with you. Like, hey, you're going to be watching the game if you're not going there. Might as well just watch it here and, uh, you know, talk about it. And unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere. That's right. Yeah, we just got to follow along with stats, I guess, instead. It's kind of an odd way to follow baseball, too. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely old school. I was telling Igo yesterday that back when we first kind of got the internet at home as former pirate jeremy shepherd from deep this is former national former pirate day folks from deep um so like in the mid to late 90s i guess it's like 96 97 i spent so many nights like my buddy would come uh sleep over and we would watch cbs sports line their mlb tracker and just have like every game pulled up and just follow the dots from like seven o'clock to eleven o'clock, and pencil in our fantasy scores. Uh, now everything is streaming. We're watching all the basketball tournaments, uh, ECU baseball, uh, but not today uh, because no streaming option there in Radford, I guess. So. Yeah, that's just a weird deal. And um, so, guy, and usually we have Scott Rogers on play-by-play guy for ECU baseball, and so. I guess that's a way you can you know listen to the to the game, but yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah, I'd recommend I, just listening to us though, Chandler. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but uh, yeah, I was saying before we got on the air um, how 
this like how it used to be for ECU athletics. Like a lot of these sporting events for ECU, you just couldn't watch. I remember not being able to watch a basketball tournament game for a long time. I, I the the ECU South Carolina regional championship in 09, I I followed that through Game tra- Tracker. Yeah, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. That's right. Was on that uh, South Carolina team. All right, uh, Patrick, uh, how was your experience at Clark McClare over the weekend? I tell you what, you kind of got a little taste of a regional atmosphere, especially on that Saturday against Michigan, but that was a fun weekend of baseball. You're right, especially Saturday. I mean, the weather helped, too. It was it was awesome for baseball, and just, you know, having Michigan in town with the you know, head coach, assistant coach, having played at ECU, um, it was really cool to seeing, you know, all that happened you know pre-game they gave him a jersey and such but i mean the crowd was great i think it was the best crowd in you know 15 years or something more than 4,000 people and it, it was loud in there i mean plenty of runs i think it was what 10 to 8 yeah um so it was just a good day to go out and watch some baseball uh, yeah i talked to a lot of pirate fans out in the jungle on sunday and even sunday's uh, crowd was awesome yeah. but uh i watched the 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 game on my laptop on saturday and just watching it on my laptop it looked like a regional atmosphere and i was talking to some fans out in the jungle and they were saying i was like man this crowd yesterday was awesome he and one guy was like i literally felt like it was a regional game uh so the crowd this weekend which it, it draws a lot of attention anyway with the keith leclerc classic but with the situation surrounding michigan baseball and their head coach and their assistant coach being former teammates of cliff gowan and and, and players for keith leclerc uh you know drew a lot of attention in a, in a great crowd this weekend cliff gowan uh after last tuesday's game said the win over duke was the best pirate performance but since then Patrick and and we'll get to yesterday's game in a moment but just going over off this weekend some really good pitching especially out of the bullpen and we saw the bats uh, wake up for the most part and uh, they had a nice thing going uh, until yesterday but uh, it was nice to see the offense come alive this weekend as well that's right the offense definitely helped out the pitching staff from probably for the first time over the weekend than you know it did all year um, and what was wild, too, was that the, the starting pitching didn't record an out in the fourth inning. So the bullpen had to cover 18 outs, you know, all three games. Yeah. Um, and they still swept the series. So the bullpen's been terrific. And, you know, the offense provided enough to, to make that happen as well. Which makes yesterday a little surprising to see the, the pitching numbers because Logish, Spivey, Terwilliger, Sailor looked great out of the bullpen on the weekend, but uh, gave up a couple runs yesterday. And we did see Mayhew record a couple outs. But those are guys East Carolina has been relying on out of the bullpen yesterday. They got hit a little bit. And, and credit to Virginia Tech. Uh, once again, they are now 10-1 and one on the year. Uh, pounded out 13 hits yesterday and uh, put some stress on the ECU pitching. Yeah, they can definitely hit the ball. And, you know, you mentioned Garrett Saylor, too. I think he, you know, struck out four or five of the first six batters, and he just ran into trouble in that third inning of, of work. But he's looked great since moving to the bullpen. I think it's allowed him a chance to kind of work on some things versus trying to be, you know, perfect and really get into his repertoire as a starter. He can go out from the bullpen and just, you know, fire bullets for, you know, two innings and, and do his thing. Um, yeah, and I think that's, that's really been, been great. You know, Virginia Tech can hit the ball. And like you said, they're 10-1, and one, and, you know, sometimes you're just going to get beat. Yeah. East Carolina up 2-1 to one in the third inning. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update presented by the Buck. The Buck. And we'll keep you up to date on that one. Uh, Patrick, East Carolina women's basketball came, uh, season came to an end on Monday. Chandler and I were watching that one. And uh, unfortunately, they could not uh, get it done against Memphis, a team they beat by 30 at home, mm-hmm. lost two right. on the road, and then Memphis kind of <clears throat> controlled that one all the way through the other day. 
Yeah, you know, I asked the the Memphis coach in the in the Zoom press conference after, like, you know, what happened after that first first game, and they said they just really got a, a handle on that press that ECU is able to do because they, you know, the ECU gives so many teams trouble with that press, you know, forcing turnovers, um, and Memphis just really got to see that firsthand and just made adjustments, you know, quick passes, they beat him off the dribble, um, so you could just definitely see adjustments being made there, and yeah, you know, like typical ECU, they just didn't have enough firepower behind tonight Thompson. They even had success turning Memphis over the other day but just couldn't score uh they were they were missing a lot of easy shots and uh couldn't get anything going from deep so uh, a struggle there now we turn our attention to joe dooley's pirates coming up tomorrow uh patrick as east carolina takes on cincinnati one o'clock in the aac tournament first round and this is a cincinnati team that knocked off east carolina in cincinnati by seven i believe and then back here at home, East Carolina, I don't know how the heck they got back in that game, but ended up taking a late lead on a Vance Jackson free throw. And then Cincinnati scores on a follow with uh, with like two or three seconds left and ends up winning. So we know we can play with this team, but uh, can Vance score 30 again? I mean, he's had some monster games against this Bearcats team. Yeah, he's really. I think he scored 35 the first time, 25 the next. Um, I mean, he's he's really just been terrific against them, and I think it's just been able to shoot the three-pointer. I think he's the only player in the conference to shoot over 40%. So when he's on, you know, they can definitely score. Um, and, you know, having Brandon Suggs back should help because I don't think they had him the second meeting against Cincinnati. Um, so I mean, you know, they definitely have a chance to win. I know this this road is just wildly tough for them in the in the yeah. tournament. If they'd have won Saturday against Wichita State, I'd feel a lot better about these next couple of days. For sure, yeah, you could avoid Houston until the very end and kind of get out of their way. But you know, it is what it is. Now they got to potentially see them, you know, tomorrow. I mean, sorry, Friday, um, if they can get past Cincinnati. We will be here one o'clock inside the Pirate Radio Studios. We'll have a watch along. Looking forward to that at one on Thursday. Congratulations to Tristan Newton, second team All AAC, seventeen points a game this season. And sure, it'd be nice if Vance could put up another twenty-five, twenty-eight points tomorrow. But need a, a big one from Tristan as well. Get him going, Patrick, to uh, have a chance to beat Cincinnati tomorrow. That's right. They need both those guys to score, but especially Tristan. I think if he can start out quick and kind of take advantage of, or you know take control of the game early. Early, they could have a chance because a lot of times he'll he'll come on late. You know he'll have nine points in the you know second half, and all of a sudden finish with twenty one or something. So if he can kind of get going early, you know they can. You got to you know put the gas pedal down and, and play with these guys. And Dooley's even kind of mentioned that too, where when the game is over, just about over, seems like it's over. That's when Tristan kind of calls his own number and and starts to go to work and. You know, let's see that with uh, three minutes in the first half instead of three minutes left in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. He almost has like you know almost too much of this little point guard mentality where he just wants to get the other guys involved, and sometimes you just want to shake him and go, "Dude, just take over," you know. And because when he does that, you know, he's he's incredible, and he can actually change the game a little bit. Hoping to see that, and hopefully fully stocked. We talked to Joe Dooley Monday on the show. He said Alexis Reyes, uh, I believe, is in a boot and is banged up right now. Uh, but it was good to see R.J. Felton back against Wichita State. Brandon Suggs will be back from suspension. So maybe not fully stocked, uh, but they should have most of their guys ready to go for tomorrow. And like most basketball teams, I mean, just the more depth you can provide is is a, a good sign, especially with ECU, just how they can mix and match. You know, they'll, they'll play Luigi, um for rebounding, and they can switch more offensively to, to Frank. Um, I mean, just having some guys on the bench can kind of help space out some minutes and keep these guys fresh, which is, you know, definitely what they need to do. And I guess J.J. Miles is not only a little gimpy with an injury, but also Dooley said he was sick going into the game Saturday. So uh, he is kind of – he's been available to play a lot, 
but he has to to limit his minutes just because of the injuries he's had so hopefully uh he can give it a go tomorrow and uh pirates need uh, all hands on deck cincinnati has been struggling that, that is one good thing where east carolina had won a couple in a row uh before the loss to wichita state cincinnati has kind of been on a downward spiral here of late so maybe we can take advantage of that that's right i mean i think the thing they really do well is just kind of defend you know they, they keep the score low i mean that's kind of what their calling card is so if you can kind of get some points on them i think they're going to be in some trouble all right uh shirley let's take a break we'll come back can you hang out one more segment sure we'll talk some nfl get your take on washington's uh new commander in town oh boy and uh, a lot of nfl news yesterday too what does uh russell wilson to denver mean for the Broncos in the AFC, perhaps a Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Rodgers back in uh, Bears owner. Aaron Rodgers back <laughs> with Green Bay next year. So we'll talk about all that and more. More to go. Patrick Mason, Chandler Honeycutt, and the crew here. We're back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. (laughs) Welcome back. Hey, St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better way to celebrate than with our friends at Christie's Europub. Next Thursday, March 17th, Christie's Europub on Jarvis Street in Greenville will have a full day of fun starting at noon. As always, Christie's will have awesome food and drinks for you to enjoy, along with live music from the Still Shakers. For more information, check out Christie's Europub on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can visit them online at christieseuropub.com. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip Brock. All righty. It's going to be on at Christie's next Thursday. On like Donkey Kong. And if you've never heard the Still Shakers, I encourage you, go to Christie's. The fun starts at Very the, good band. What kind Very of music is that? Uh, it's more like a bluegrass type feel, but it's it's a... Uh, they're good. Can they're you really compare good. them to Hoobastank for me? No. Better or worse than Hoobastank? I can't do that. All right. I can't compare anything no to way, Hoobastank. The They've stank. got like two songs. Who's got two songs? Hoobastank. What? They got the reason... They got what was that other crawling song? in the dark. Yeah. And, okay. That's and, uh, two songs. That's about it. That's what I said. Two songs. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, St. Patrick's Day coinciding with the first full day of the NCAA tournament this year. Ooh. That is going to be a party day. Mm-hmm. Want to try your luck? I think I'll be traveling on the road to New Jersey, so that'll be fun. Oh, boo. I'll be wearing green. Boo. During a long drive. Wait, 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 wait. If you're going to be gone, who's doing the show? Nobody, because we'll have wall to wall NCAA tournament game, Shirley Rhodes. Yes. As we always do here on Pirate Radio. Yes. Okay. That means I'll be watching TV all day. Yes. All right. This is Sorry. next week. Next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're not doing any work. Hey, everybody, next wake up. I need everybody <laughs> to look at their calendar. Where's Troy D when you need Clip, him? Clip, did you say next Tuesday that was? No, that is next Thursday and Friday. We will have wall to wall coverage of the NCAA tournament right here on Pirate Radio. Well, what about Wednesday? I thought you said Wednesday. Wednesday will be here. And after the show, Wednesday, we'll have wall to wall coverage of the four, first four live in Dayton. Okay. 
Oh, and by the way, Selection Sunday, we'll have it here on Pirate Radio. All right. Cliff, you have a guest in the studio. Hey, Patrick Mason's here. Pay attention. you uh, ready for the tournament? Yeah, I think it's the best uh, sporting weekends of of all time. We always talk about it. So, like, uh, we can go around the horn here, but what, what are your favorite times of the sports year? There's nothing like that that week one NFL feeling for me, and I guess the same for college. Although you sometimes don't, you, you get good games now, but yeah, that Thursday Friday of the NCAA tournament that's got to be right up there. What days even rival that? Uh, for me, I think it's opening day for baseball. I, I just love grilling and you know, yeah. mean springs on the way. I mean, I know it's just kind of a one day kind of thing, and then you're out. But that just signals to me that some. I'm a little spoiled coming. with mine, but. You know, with ECU hosting some regionals uh, in the past few years, uh, that time of year is fun because it's right there in the middle of summer. Regional weekend. Yeah, regional weekend here in Greenville. And um, so you can go to the beach, hang out. It's summertime. And then also you got your, you know, your college baseball, which is really fun to me. And it's even more fun when it's here in Greenville. For me, it's the week of the Daytona 500. I thought you were going to say WrestleMania weekend. Not anymore. It used to be. But not anymore. I'm just not that interested anymore. Daytona 500. So you just, uh, your year is shot now. You have nothing more to look forward to this year. Well, no. I mean, college basketball's first weekend of the tournament would probably be second. So. And this is a sneaky good week, too. Oh, another great week is uh, Feast Week. Yes. Because you've got college football, NFL. But you've got wall-to-wall college basketball on that week, like all day long. That is a really good sports week, I would say, leading into Thanksgiving. I I have to agree about opening day on baseball just because I I love baseball. And you have day games. You've got games going going on all day long. So kind of like like, uh, the tournament where you have games on all day long. You can just flip through whatever you want. And uh, plus, it signifies you know warmer weather and all that good stuff that kind of comes with it. But uh, I, I do love the tournament, though. Those first two days of the tournament, you really can't beat that. Well, get excited because opening day is not happening. <laughs> oh, I thought you. <laughs> nope. Never mind. No opening day. I know. I was thinking about the tournament already. That is happening. Yeah, uh, I thought you well, meant opening day of the tournament. That's why I kind of went. I almost said Thursday. Clip. I gotta tell. You, can we? Talk about the most depressing time in my life. Sure, the day. What was it? Three. Was it? <laughs> Good job, Chandler. I'm okay today. Was it two years ago? I guess now. Yeah, almost come, to yeah, the day. Almost to the day. Two this years is ago, when the world stopped. Oh yep, my God. and everything shut down. We it was uh, during all the conference tournaments. We went to sports trivia. That's right. East Carolina was ready to play the next day. Yes, yep. ACC we, tournament didn't I, happen. I was waiting for State to play in the ACC. State. State. <laughs> And then it was just just a domino effect of tournaments getting canceled. So we went to Sports Trivia. The Rudy Gobert news came out. There was a Pac-12 tournament game going on when I left. And I remember when I got home, I said, all right, I'm just going to watch this game because I got a feeling this could be the last basketball game of the season. And then that Thursday, they started a game in the Big East. They played a half and then took everybody off the court. Brian Bailey called us. We were doing a live show, a press box, called us live from the ACC tournament, and they canceled that. And Florida State awkwardly like held up the championship because they won the regular season or whatever. Mm. But uh, 
And then how excited Dark were times, we? Man. How excited were we when we discovered KBO? The KBO took over. Yes. We were watching the. Uh, I mean, we were get. I mean, we which, were by so the way, starved. We'll be for, watching that again this year. Since yeah, no yeah. Right. But we were so starved for sports at that point. We were willing to get up at five a.m. and watch a baseball game. Shout out to NASCAR, MMA. I was watching all that stuff because that was about all that was happening for a while there. Yep. All right, uh, Patrick, before we get out of here today, uh, what's the ceiling for the Iowa, your Iowa Hawkeyes this year in the big dance? I don't know. I mean, they, they could always make a run. I mean, they, they're definitely fun. Um, but, you know, you never know. They they could also just not score for, for a long time and just, just lose some games. So. I, I heard uh, it, it was a question, what teams – what conference has more teams go further in the tournament this year, the SEC or the Big Ten? Like, when you look at the Big Ten with Iowa, but I guess you start with, what, Purdue, um, Wisconsin, although they just lost, Ohio State. Uh, I'm sure I'm leaving out somebody. But you've got, what, six or seven teams, maybe sure. more, that are going to make the tournament. Like, as a conference, how, how well do you think they'll do in the tournament this year? I think they'll do pretty good. I mean, they got a, they got plenty of talent, and that that's a conference too where they just all beat up on each other during the regular season. So some of the records might be you know deflated a little bit, but they're definitely tons of talent throughout. Looking forward to uh, Selection Sunday coming up on Sunday. We'll be at Clark Leclerc Stadium, I guess. Uh, Patrick welcoming in another good team, St. Mary's, who has a uh, nice record as they head to Greenville this weekend. That's right. I was looking at some of their scores, and they're pounding the baseball. I mean, they're scoring in the twenties a couple games. I mean, I'm not sure the quality of their opponents, right. but I mean, they're still it's still you still got to hit the ball. <laughs> I go and I look at their schedule. They do not travel out of the state of California, but like three times this year, like they go they play. Uh, maybe BYU, and they go to uh, maybe Oregon. But this is a very random trip all the way across the country to play some baseball. Yeah, St. Mary's seems really random. Yeah, like you said, if you're just sticking around on the West Coast and go, eh, let's let's go over here and play some baseball. Right now, the Pirates have a runner on second, two outs in the top of the fourth. East Carolina leads Radford two to one on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Patrick, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Good luck to your Hawkeyes, and uh, we'll see you at Clark McClare this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Give uh, Patrick a follow on Twitter. What's your uh, Twitter handle there? Uh, P. PM222. Easy enough. Very That's simple. Right. And uh, read his work on the pages of the Daily Reflector online, reflector.com. We'll take a timeout, come back. You're welcome to stick around if you want. We're going to talk to Jeff Nadeau. The big man on campus will join us to talk all things conference tournament, bubble, uh, who he likes tonight, and on into the rest of this week and weekend. We'll do it when we return after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. You work hard for your money at Carolina Wealth Management. We believe that your money should work hard for you. Do you know if it is? To learn more about your investment portfolio, go to MyCarolinaWealth.com to schedule a free consultation. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. We are following Pirate Baseball. They're up 2-1 to one in the fourth inning over Radford. We're following hoops. 
as right now Wake Forest needs to win to feel good about their tournament chances to maybe seal the deal here. They are in a struggle with Boston College. They are up 51 to 49 right now and uh, just hit a three to go up five. So wake up five, 10, 10 left to go in the second half. We'll keep you up to date on all the action and talk college hoops now with the BMOC, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. He joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff, how you doing, man? doing great i know you're busy uh this time of year and uh following all the action right now i want to i want to hit a lot with you today so we'll go with some quick hitters here let's start with the american let's start with east carolina jeff little surprised at the line i I thought it'd be at six and a half seven against cincinnati this is a team that east carolina's played tight in two games but cincinnati's come away with wins in both of those games cincinnati a five-point favorite i know they've been struggling down the stretch so uh, what, if anything, do you think about that number and uh, East Carolina's opponent coming up Thursday at one? Yeah, it seems about right. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be getting involved with this. All due respect to both teams, I don't think either is gonna do much in this tournament. So I don't I don't really I, I kind of just gloss over a lot of these. This is the problem a lot of the time with some of these early tournaments. There's just not you don't know what you're gonna get. It's probably a little high. I mean, ECU seems better with with Suggs obviously back in the lineup, but. Um, you know, I also kind of like Cincinnati. I like their coach. Um, they don't really turn a ball over, and you'd expect them to be better now that we're into the the postseason. But it's not a game I'll be betting on. I think the numbers probably pretty, 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 pretty correct. Overall, Jeff, do you give Memphis uh, or any other team a chance to knock off Houston in this tournament? Sure. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I don't. I don't know why anyone would really have a lot of faith in Houston. I mean, they struggled towards the end of the season. Lost in both games to Memphis. This is a Memphis team playing as good a basketball as anybody right now. Of course I do. I, I haven't really been that sold on Houston all year. I don't think this conference is very good, and I think that's one of the reasons they've looked so good. But anytime they've stepped up, for the most part of this season, they have lost. Um, you know, find like a really great win on this schedule. You really aren't going to find one because there isn't any. Houston is beat up on a lot of bad teams. I don't care if they beat Virginia. I don't care if they beat Oregon. Those aren't really very good teams. Um, and at the end of the day, if you can find anything you're overly impressed by with Houston, I'd like to see it. They're also hamstrung because they lost two of their best players, Sasser and Tremont Mark. So, yeah, I, I actually picked Memphis, and I'll, I'll take them here. All right, let's go to the ACC real quick, Jeff. After what happened to Duke on Saturday, is is this a redemption tour here in the ACC tournament? Do you see the Devils taking this thing, or do you like somebody else in the Atlantic Coast Conference? Uh, I, I don't really, uh, I don't have much interest in anyone else. I don't really have interest in Duke, though, either. Um, I think there are teams that could knock them off. I think the price is a little too high. A team like North Carolina, obviously. I think the only team I'd probably actually bet on would be Virginia, though. Virginia beat them once already, and we're very good in both games. So, um, you know, I think if they can get by a Louisville today and, and kind of make a run, I think they could be a team to give them some problems. They've always struggled occasionally, Duke, against that pack line um I, I don't know if i'll much bet anything here if i had to i'd maybe take a shot with virginia but um you know duke duke sometimes just is too much all about isolation with bancaro and they they become a little monotonous i'm not a big duke guy quite honestly jeff nadu joining us patrick mason still hanging out in the pirate radio studios he is an iowa grad uh jeff so let's talk a little big 10 I was reeling off those names. I left out Illinois Rutgers a moment ago. So many uh, teams going to make it there in the Big Ten. But 
Uh, you know, what about Iowa? What about the Big Ten uh, tournament as a whole, Jeff? Uh, who, who, in your opinion, I mean, this this thing looks wide open, right? Uh, I took Purdue. Um, I think on a neutral, they're favorites against anyone. Um, I thought they did really good things against Illinois this year. I think a team that would be right there. They they, they took care of Iowa uh, in, in the game that they played against them. So I, I look at Purdue, and I'm kind of feeling like, I think at the end of the day, whether Wisconsin wins the regular season or whoever, I still think Purdue's the better team. I think on the biggest stage, Purdue will actually win. I took a shot with whiskey. I thought 10-1 to 1 was too high. Um, and I know you have someone that went to Iowa in the building, but maybe he can explain why Iowa was half the odds that Wisconsin was. What the hell has Iowa done? Who cares? I mean, why is Iowa 440 to win the big uh, 10? I mean, Iowa's just the same team they are every year. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this conference. I think it's just been everyone beating up on each other. But I think when it's all said and done, I think Purdue will be the team that uh, that wins this conference. I like consistency, Patrick, and Iowa consistently scores and gives up points, right? That's right. I, li- I like knowing what you're <laughs> yeah. going to get out of a team. Yeah, and, no uh, surprises. Yeah, that's kind of what they are. Uh, Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, and we're bouncing around here. Can we let's get into tonight? Is there anything in particular in the tournament action you're looking at uh, in tonight's games? Uh, yeah, I, I played a few. I think Kansas State's an interesting spot. I took them to beat West Virginia. All they really need to do is win here. West Virginia has had a whimper of a season. It's been messy. They only have two wins since January 11th, and those came against uh, Iowa State and TCU both at home. You look at since November 9th when this season started, they've only won on the road one time. That was the UAB. As far as I know, this is not in Morgantown, this game. West Virginia sucks on the road. I'll gladly fade them here. I actually like K-State. I know a lot of people see a lot of red on their schedule and losses, but you know, in most games they actually played pretty hard. Um, they lost a lot of games by five points or less. Um, and I feel like against lower-tier te- competition in this conference, I just think they're better. Um, I took them in a coin flip game. I think they beat West Virginia. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Still waiting on some tournaments to get underway, Jeff. The American tomorrow. Atlantic 10 got underway today. Uh, Bonnies don't play until Friday. Hoping for another uh, tournament run for St. Bonaventure as they were able to win that tournament last year. But you've got VCU. You've got some other teams. I actually saw VCU. I think it was Jerry Palm, Jeff, that that had him, them in the tournament or right there on the bubble. I, th- I thought the A-10, and it probably will be, a one-bid league, but uh, any thoughts on the A-10 tournament this year? Which way are you going? Yeah, I would play VCU personally. I, I think, you know, this conference is kind of a, a Mishagas, which is uh, Yiddish for kind of like confusing and, and, and a mess. Um, I think it's I think it's a mess, um, but I think VCU has shown that they're probably the best team coming into the conference tournament. They've only lost twice over the last month, so um, that's pretty incredible. Uh, they're a good defensive team, as usual. They're going to force a lot of turnovers. And truthfully, I like them just because, you know, outside of Davidson, I, I don't really like anyone else. I don't want to bet Bonaventure. They've kind of played down to, to their level a lot of the time. Or playing better recently. I don't like Richmond. For me, it's either Davidson or VCU. I just don't know if Davidson, I, I feel like, defensively can get enough stops. I think this is a good team, VCU, on both sides of the basketball. I like uh, uh Baldwin a lot and uh, kind of their supporting pieces. So I'll take a shot with VCU, but this is a messy conference. Jeff, uh, I remember asking you this uh, about a month ago, maybe a few weeks ago. Who, What teams do you want to see in the tournament because they're either fun to watch and nobody knows about them or they have a player 
that could be a, a real darling in the month of March. And I watched Bryant last night and that that kiss dude, and he was scoring. He was talking junk. He's going to be a guy that's going to be fun to watch in the NCAA tournament. Have any of these teams that have won so far uh, in these smaller conferences? Do you give them a chance to win a game or two when the tournament begins? Uh, any players in particular you're looking forward to seeing? Who do, who do you like that's in the tournament so far or that you think will be making the tournament this year? Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to see Bryant past that first Wednesday night or Thursday night. I, I think they're going to get – or Tuesday night or Wednesday night. I think they're going to get knocked out in the playing game, and I don't think it's, they're going to be around very long anyway. As far as the team that will be around and that's already in, uh, I, go with, um, I go with Murray State. I've said this for a while – uh, K.J. Williams is terrific, uh, 6'10", um, you know, one of the better uh, players nobody knows about, just an elite rebounder, uh, an elite shot maker, just a mammoth kid down low, shooting 60% from two this season. Um, not going to jump out and hit any threes. He's your back-to-the-basket big who could put up 30. He, can drop, he dropped 39 this year against Tennessee State, put up uh, 29 in the uh, – the, the, the OVC game against SEMO, this is a decent uh, team, a really well-coached team, and he's a good player. He didn't play real well against Auburn. He had 12 points. He was 2 for 11. But I think early on, that's a team that's really exciting. They can match up at anybody. And I think you mentioned it earlier. A kid that I'm really high on um, is, uh, is DeAndre uh, Williams down at Memphis. I think he's the straw that stirs them. I think with him in the lineup, they're a totally different team. They have a really well-coached, or uh, sorry, a well-calibered team, not a well-coached team. I don't like Penny Hardaway, but they're uh, a well-calibered team that I think with athletic that, uh, kids that they have, I think they can play with anybody. So he's a guy that I think kind of makes his presence. Fun. You mentioned Kiss. I mean, he'll be a good one. I mean, obviously he's someone that people seem to like to hate. Um, I said Jalen Williams at Arkansas. I love that kid. He's good on both sides of the court. I think he'll make his presence felt. Um, there's a lot of kids out there that, that are terrific that, I, that I'm waiting for people to take a look at. I jumped on them late, Jeff. You've been talking about them most of the year, but the last couple of weeks watching Arkansas, and I know they didn't win, what was it, Tennessee on the road, but the way they came back in that game, the way they closed out Florida on the, the road, closed out a home game, like they play tough. They they seem to rise to the occasion at the end of games, and uh, I really like that team. I might have them moving too far in the tournament once the brackets come out, but I really like them. How about you, Jeff? Have you put any uh, – is future season about closed up for you because you can't get a good price? Have you added any uh, championship futures lately? Mm, not really. I pretty much have the ones I'm going to play with, with Murray and Arkansas, and I have ones, Kentucky, from way back, uh, teams like that. So – yeah, I'm pretty much uh, locked up with those. Yeah. Um, will I add? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, it, I'll tell you one thing, though. One team that's uh, playing well at the right time, okay, Loyola Chicago, back in the NCAA tournament. Uh, defensively, they've been awesome. Uh, they're very good offensively this year. Keep that group in, in mind. They're, they might be destined for another big run. Jeff, uh, we'll try to track you down next week, talk some brackets with you. Uh, what else you got going on, and where can people uh, find your work here as we uh, play out these conference tournaments? Uh, you could just check me out on Twitter, at Jeff Nadu, and, and that's where I'm where I'm going to be at. Um, you know, Clip, I know I told you, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I always enjoy college basketball. Obviously, I'll enjoy the next month or so, but I am looking forward to, to this all being over so I can uh, kind of take some time away from all this. I... Uh, I do so much college basketball and then football and, and just all this stuff we have going on. And, uh, you know, I'm in a financial position now where I'm a little bit more able to, to 
kind of take some time away, and uh, I'm going to definitely do that here when we get into April and May, and uh, then get ready for football. So, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll speak to you at some point again, and uh, we'll get on before the tournament. No doubt. Good stuff. Nadeau, thanks for joining us, man. All right, brother. B- BMOC, Jeff Nadeau, joining us today. I got a million questions. Like, I don't know, Chandler. I don't I don't know. There's too many games. I wish this was spread out more. You know why? I wish we could do one conference tournament a week. You know why? Why? You know what month it is, right? Yeah. This is March. Wait. Who will be going to the ship? Shirley's going to the ship this weekend, right? Yes, sir, I am. Little uh, Farmville Central basketball? Yep, Farmville Central girls play at noon against Salisbury and uh, Salisbury State <laughs> And then at 2.30, the boys play against, I don't know, somebody's name. It's like J.M. something. Oh, yeah. I said he had a uh, world of hurt. Ro- Robinson. James Rob- James yeah. Robinson. That's pretty J. much J.M. Robinson is yep. in a load of trouble. So they play at 2.30, and I will be going and doing some uh, coverage for Pirate Radio. To so the Dean Eastman Center. Going to Chapel Hill. All right. Uh, Patrick, the, uh, the line, best Salisbury steak I ever had, comes from the movie uh, Rookie of the Year. Awesome movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your favorite sports movie? Ooh, favorite sports movie. I, it's kind of sad, but I think Hardball is one of my favorite movies, except when it gets really depressing. I don't know if I've <laughs> seen that. Really? Keanu Reeves? I know he, what you're yeah, talking coaches, about. Uh, you know. So a lady never tells her age, but how old of a gentleman are you? 32. I just turned okay. 32 in February. All right. So you're, 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 a, little, you're a little younger than me. Um, CJ, have we ever asked your favorite sports movie? Uh, we did a roundtable like a month ago or so, but yeah, I... We are Marshall for me. Okay, I'm. A, I'm not even going to say anything. I, I've never watched it. Oh, we are Marshall. Wear city jersey because I know it's sad. Oh, I thought you were trying oh, to make it a joke. Is, it is. It is, but it's story. inspirational at the same time. It's. It's very. It's good. Something about good. McConaughey as a coach too kind of rubs me the wrong way. I have three that are tied. How <laughs> you going to have a three way tie? Because I have to have a three way tie. Oh, okay, good answer. Um. Okay, so the natural. I've uh, always I've always loved the natural, a league of their own. Of course. And um, I'm a big fan of the Blind Side. All right. Special consideration to the Ladybugs. Surely <laughs> that is not a good honorable movie. mention. Ladybugs. Not, I can. Honestly I didn't say, say it was a good movie. That's you asked right. what your favorite. The, my favorite. That is a good because. Point. My favorite line is when Rodney Dangerfield is staring at a van full of soccer balls, and he says, "All I know is I got a lot of balls." Mm-hmm. That's my favorite line. Uh, no respect. I feel no like it's Maj- got Jack A in it too. I feel like Major League doesn't get enough credit as best sports movie because it's a comedy, but I think it's the best sports uh, movie. Well, I mean, no, there's a lot of sports m- movies that I enjoy, but there are just some that no matter where it is on you know in the movie like if it's on i'll stop and watch it those are those are my three chandler you like uh juana man is that your favorite <laughs> no <laughs> what's your favorite don't, no. don't disrespect me bro don't do Ooh, that love and basketball was a good one mine is rudy ah uh, yeah oh R- yeah rudy. rudiger all right good round table do they make good sports movies anymore no when's the last time they made a good sports movie? uh the the one with Kevin James is Shane. That is uh, not Payton. a good movie. I watched it. It's you, a it's a good kids movie. I if I was like twelve years old, I'd be like, this is a wait. Awesome what movie. movie is that? 
The uh, one where he's Sean Payton. Go big or go... Um, oh, I don't think I... No, I haven't seen that one. So, it's like the story of Sean Payton when he is out because of Bounty Gate and goes home to... He's like a deadbeat dad. We learned that about Sean Payton. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes home to coach his son's football team. No, I never saw that movie. That yeah, sucks. It just came out. It's on Netflix. Chandler was telling me how funny it I was. Think, I think... It was funny. It's not funny. I think Sandlot is also one of that's those... a great movie. Yeah, but I also think that's one of those movies that a lot of people don't mention in the talks of, you know, great sports movies. <laughs> Chandler's upset. Hey, let's... You know Rotten Tomatoes it real quick? No, Chandler. It doesn't matter. I said ladybugs. Do you think? Do you think you can beat that? What's the movie called? Um, it's something about home. It's called Home Team. Home Team. That's right. it. Home Team. That's it. Let's see what kind of reviews we got for a uh, Home Team. We got that, uh, six of ten. Twenty percent rotten. Tomatoes. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> I loved it. You loved it? No. Listen. I am. Listen. Look. Listen. Look. Listen to now. There was parts in that movie I almost urinated on myself. Chandler, you got to expand your horizons. There there were some funny parts, but... It made me laugh, but... What did I just watch? What's wrong with y'all? Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> if we're talking good recent sports <laughs> movies, Patrick out of left field comes in for the save, CJ. If, yes. oh, we had a run in. Yes. If we're talking good recent sports movies, how far back do we go? Because I think Creed came out in like 2016, right? Uh, you know see, what? Now Creed is a, Creed is a very like good movie. One. You know what? I have heard that those, and I don't even know if Rocky's good, but I watched it as a kid, and I liked uh, Rocky Four was one of my favorites when he fights the Russian. But I heard that uh, I must break you. I've heard people say the Creed movies are actually better than those. Like they are better uh, movies. Yeah, I think they are. Yes. And I haven't watched those. Maybe I. You need to. I need to watch those. That's a good call. Yeah. As far as recent sports movies, good call. Yeah, Creed is. Uh, there's two of them, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought I saw a second one, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. But I definitely saw the first one. Mike P says White Men Can't Jump is the greatest sports movie of all time. Oh. I disagree, but it is funny. It has its moments. Uh, it, Brett says Gridiron Gang was surprisingly good. Gridiron Gang. I'm trying to remember. Is that The which Rock? One? Uh, longest Yard was that. good. That, I was about to say that one. See, like I'm an OG one. Longest Yard guy. I yeah, because like you, you have to define when you're talking the longest yard. Are you talking the original or the remake? Chandler, you watch the remake. I'm assuming remake. Any yeah. given Sunday. I, I like the uh, the cast though because it's got like Sandler. Michael Irvin. It's got the great Kali. Yeah, it's got <laughs> Goldberg and Stone Cold in it too. Yeah, Nelly's yeah. in it too, right? Yeah. Nelly's yeah. Nelly. Oh wow, yeah. I forgot about that. What'd and Joey Charles? Diaz. Hmm? What'd you say a moment ago? Any given Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah, that stinks. But the game got, of football you got the is Al played speech. in inches. Yeah. Don't give up yards. Give up inches. Boston College has cut it to five. The big dog, Glenn Griffin's a big fan of blue chips. Are you too young for that one? Patrick? I need to watch that. I've actually never seen blue chips. I've never seen it, but I remember remember seeing Bobby like highlights it. of it. Yeah. Um, but it's got Nick Nolte as the coach, and he runs uh he's trying to run a clean college basketball program, but one of his guys gets a tractor. Shaquille O'Neal gets something. <laughs> He's one of his uh, Neon Debo is Shaquille O'Neal's character. Great name. But uh, that's a pretty good movie because we don't have a lot of college basketball movies. We got Hoosiers um, as a high school basketball movie. How about um, there's one called Facing the Giants? Uh, you ever seen that one? There was one about the um, 
Texas team. Is that about intercepting Eli Manning 15 times? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, See, now that's funny. Now that's classic comedy, Chandler. I can't believe you're not urinating on yourself. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. All right, go ahead, Charlie. What were you going to say? No. Um, if <laughs> There's Facing the Giants, then there's Little Giants. Ah, I do remember yeah, that. I do remember Face, that. Facing the Giants was a movie about a high school coach who kind of goes through a life-changing um, or a life-altering like event. A religious movie. In there. Yeah, it's a religious movie, but it's also very, very good. Angels um, in the Outfield is a religious movie. Yeah, but Angels in the Outfield is really Amen. good. Jesus saved the angels. <laughs> Got him a win. Uh, just you know, flap <laughs> oh the wings. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Steve says... This is what you have to deal with, by the way, when you come to our show. Steve says Above the Rim. That is actually oh, a good movie that yes. I would like to see again. Above the Rim was Tupac. very good. Yes, Tupac. That is um, a good movie. I need to watch that again. I want to say, is it Omar Epps that's in that one? Oh, Omar Epps it? is in the program. Yeah. I think. Uh, no, wait. Is Omar Epps? No, I'm no, no, no. Of higher learning. Which is, is Omar not really Epps a the one movie. in Love and Basketball? Yes. Okay. Yes. I BC knew, I knew. has cut it to three, folks. It's the power of BC. Um, Patrick, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. This whole discussion. <laughs> yeah, and sorry so you went sorry. through that. I was going to say, this whole discussion makes me think I got to watch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till after March because a lot of basketball to watch and uh, a lot of pirate baseball as well. That's right. But, uh, I feel like we have this discussion like once every two or three months. I think so. And yeah, because we because we, we always forget movies, and then we're driving home, and you're like, "Oh, I forgot to mention this movie." We got a tie game in Brooklyn, as BC looked like they were down for the count. The down, power of BC Wait, down you, by ten. Did you take BC? I thought you took Wake. Who me? Well, either one of you, I guess. Well, who who is BC playing? Chandler's Wake? got BC plus the points. I did a little uh, live Wake action, oh. so uh, oh. we're both still very alive here at this juncture. But BC looking good. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back when we return. We'll go out live to Texas and talk to the voice Jeff Charles, who will give his thoughts on East Carolina, Cincinnati. And uh, talk more basketball with us when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you on a Wednesday after these words. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty. Radford had tied it up at two, but the Pirates just tacked one on in the sixth inning. It is now three to two in the top of the sixth as uh, East Carolina regains the lead. Looks like on a Carter Cunningham sack fly, 
scoring Jacob Jenkins Coward. So JJC. There's an update on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Another update. Boston College has the lead. They were down at least 10. 10 with like five minutes left. And they went on a run, had a three-point lead. Wake Forest just scored. So it is 69 to 68, 153 left to go in the game. Wake Forest. I don't know if they can afford a loss here. They're, and Boston College is just playing for a magical ride here. They are the new Miami. They are this year's Miami, Chandler. Congratulations for you uh, jumping on it today. A day late, but not a dollar short, yeah. as the phrase goes. Well, let's just hope that this doesn't go into overtime, because then it can get very interesting for both of us. Uh, uh, overtime is where underdogs go to die. To die. Yeah. To die. Uh, we're trying to hook up with the voice Jeff Charles. We'll uh, try to get him on the line here in a moment. But let's look at uh, the other tournament action. By the way, coming off our chat about sports movies, Omar Epps uh, has sneakily put together a great resume for sports movies. Chad Moore, uh, Major League aficionado, says not only is Major League the greatest sports movie ever, but Omar Epps. Uh, takes over the role as Willie Mays Hayes in Major League Two. He is also, as we pointed out, in Love and Basketball. He's also in the program and Higher Learning. So uh, playing, I think he was a track star in Higher Learning. He was a football player in the program, which is a uh, a great movie if you like the U and renegade college football programs. Uh, Wake Forest taking a uh, three Jesus. off the side of the backboard. And now Boston College is in control, up to with the ball, one twenty-two and counting, God. left to go in this game. What is wrong with you? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I was thinking about the mistake that we made we yesterday. Trying, yeah, we yeah. were just trying to think about who who is that Miami team this year in the ACC. All we had to do was look at the bracket, and, and we didn't do it. This this is who that is. This is the Miami. And what I mean, how how much fun was that last year? I just it was, and you know Miami starts their uh, road to the championship tomorrow. That is correct. Um, so and I got a big future on that. Wake Forest has tied it up. Forty five seconds to go. We're gonna have a timeout. So uh, seventy to seventy, as uh, this one is going down to the wire. Looking at other scores going on around the country on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Uh, Arizona State has a 53-40 to lead over Stanford. That one with 8.38 left to go in the second half. They are playing in round one of the Pac-12 tournament. Rhode Island uh, trailing Duquesne. Duquesne up 45-43 to uh, as they are in the second half, round one of the A-10 tournament. Scores from earlier today, Syracuse routed Florida State. 96 to 57. Good gracious. And Syracuse was an underdog in that game and won by 39 points. Uh, they advance to take on Duke, I believe, coming up in round two of the tournament. How do you say his last name? Swinder? Sw- Swinder? That's what I would say. Oh, Swider. I was about to say there's no, there's no N, N in there. But Gee. he had a great game there in one of the last regular seasons uh one of the last regular season games of the year and man he lit it up today 28 how, points 13 rebounds how do you say his name oh you mean former pirate charles coleman with 18 points 18 and 11 for Gosh, charles coleman today. how fun was that clip bro i mean I, I, we did like we didn't win no nah. He won. His team didn't win. Oh, my gosh. If I'm Charles Colvin, I'm transferring back to East Carolina. Don't get me started again, because I was literally, literally 
peed off. You almost said it right. I was peed off earlier in the show talking about the just lack of effort yeah. from St. Joe's. Yeah. But Charles Coleman, he still got a little bit of pirate in him. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to take this game over if y'all don't want to. He did. That he did. Coming up, Big East Tournament begins today, 430, uh, which should be tipping off here shortly. Xavier, a uh, favorite over Butler. And that one, Pac-12 Tournament, Oregon State and Oregon at 530. SEC Tournament gets underway tonight, 6 o'clock, Ole Miss and Missouri. Uh, Nebraska and Northwestern begin the Big Ten Tournament at 6 o'clock. Big 12 Tournament gets underway tonight, West Virginia and K-State at 7 o'clock on ESPNU. Clemson, winners yesterday over State. They will take on Virginia Tech coming up tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN2, round two of the ACC tournament. Georgia Vandy play tonight in the SEC tournament. Minnesota and Penn State in the Big Ten tournament. Some late-night Pac-12 basketball. Cal and Washington State at 9, and then even later than that, Utah-Washington. And also at 9.30 tonight, Georgetown plays Seton Hall, round one in the Big East. Uh, Georgetown with a terrible year this year. Oh, and 19 in Big East play. Good gracious. Six and 24 overall. They are the defending Big East tournament champions. Wow. Mm. Well, I was going to say, no Gary Hahn on the Wolfpack Radio Network yesterday. I know. After uh, Pirate Radio Live, I was listening to that game and uh, did not hear Gary Hahn's voice. All right, so Chad brings up this. I heard about this. I didn't see this. Did anybody see Buddy Bayheim punching a guy today? The Buddy Punch? That's what I was about to oh, okay. tell y'all. Yeah. I, I, need I to, saw the video. You did? After yeah. If y'all haven't yeah. seen the video, definitely look it I up. Haven't. It's a It's a full-on swing. Buddy really? Bohem. Let's see. Was it a Brandon Suggs? Was it a Juwan Howard? Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. He hit him in the nards? What, he hit him in the chest? In the teat? What am I looking right at? Below it, lo- the teat. it looks like he hit him in the stomach, but it was... Yeah, he comes across there and just gives yeah, him a I little jab. I can't tell if you can see the whole video, but there's there's not a play going on there. The shot had just been made, and they're inbounding the ball when he swings. If Brandon Suggs was suspended for a game for what he did, I'm going to assume that Buddy Beheim will be suspended against Duke tomorrow. How about you guys? Uh, you know what? That wouldn't surprise me. However, he did release a, a statement saying that he was he did that in frustration because apparently there was a lot of shoving and pushing going on so underneath the basket. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But and he said he did apologize to the other player in the handshake line and that he uh, repeatedly said. Um, he was sorry, and the other guy said, "Look, it's no big deal. It's part of basketball." And, and that, you know what? No, and that's good. That is. There good. was a handshake yeah. line. There was a handshake <laughs> line, and uh, and the other guy said, "Look, hey, you know, it's part of basketball. Sometimes it happens." But he did well, say, good. "Look, I, I, he he told he said, look, I I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have done it. I re, I retaliated, and it won't happen again." I mean, and that is great. I'm he, glad I mean, he, he did owned that, up to it, but, but you're right. He, he does. Suspended. He, he absolutely should be suspended. Yes. Say my bad, and then yeah, move you can't. On. You can't. And it what it when you look at the video, it looks very intentional. It's not like an inadvertent type deal where. Oh yeah, you know, totally. Yeah, he totally. You know, I think at that point he had hit his breaking point and he punched him. He shouldn't have. He owned up to it. But you're right. I think he should get a one game suspension. We have seen college basketball ever since the Jawan Howard fiasco 
just get chippy. We saw it. Well, in did a, you we, see? Did you see the Wagner? Um, oh yeah, it was a fight in the stands. There was a fight in the fight stands. In the stands. You had Bryant. The, you it know, was the Bryant Wagner game. You had the the Tulsa East Carolina scuffle. Uh, you had this with Buddy Beheim. College basketball, guys. This is March. <laughs> Thanks, Chandler. <laughs> Ah, uh, cool picture. Things are getting a little chippy. We've had uh, Neil Let's Punt. Let's get the chipping. Let's get the chippy. Let's get the pumping. Beep, 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 beep. We had. By the uh, way, I can't get Jeff to answer his phone. By the way, Jeff. What a jabroni! Paging Jeff Charles. Major jabroni behavior from Jeff Charles today. <laughs> I still can't get over that he walked over to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. He walked over to us, second row. And so, what are you two jabronis doing here? Uh, that was a really cool moment in my life. And I looked at him. I said, "Don't disrespect me, bro." You didn't say a damn thing. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop disrespecting me, bro. You, like, no, don't do that. I know I didn't, but you know what I did? I shook his hand. I shook his hand. Hey, Jeff. I want to shake his hand. And then Chandler, his hand. during the broadcast, Jeff was calling play by play. Chandler was going, "I want to shake his hand," and security was holding him back. <laughs> I didn't want. I want to shake his hand. Welcome back to the broadcast. And the Pirates bring the ball to the court. <laughs> Kristen Newton over to Brandon Suggs for three. I want to shake your hand. I want to shake Shot your hand. Shot is up. No good. But security has leveled some dude behind me some trying to brownie. shake my hand. Well, let's see. I, I think he's got know. a black let's eye. Um, <laughs> I think he was going for South Seymour. I don't know. We had uh, Neil Punt on the show, former ECU center, several times. Just saw a tweet from uh, his son, Caden Punt, who is a good basketball player because Neil puts out uh, highlights of him. And he says, uh, thanks to Coach Dooley and the Pirates for having me and my brother to watch practice. And they are practicing, the Pirates are, with a lot of purple seats, so it feels like home because they're practicing at TCU. Uh, so East Carolina getting some work in today. Boston College trying to win it at the end of regulation. And we are going to overtime where underdogs go, go to, to die. die. <laughs> <laughs> this could not work out. They'll win by 15 points. <laughs> They'll win by 15 points in overtime. Oh, man. Oh. So Wake had it and committed an uh, offensive foul. And then BC tries to drive. Their, what is their coach? They're trying about? to say if there was a foul. Uh, there was a jersey pull there. There was a jer- jersey pull, and then it, which they're not going to call anything, but. There ain't nothing here. No, they can't no, that's that. clean. But there were definitely on number five. They probably wanted to get him the ball, the way all the attention was going. Definitely not a foul there. But he got his jersey tugged and all kinds of stuff there. Uh, but late in the game, you're more times than not going uh, not going to get that call. This is March. John Rothstein is going to sue you. Although John Rothstein really can't take credit for this is March, I guess either. It's a month. Do you think I care? <laughs> this is March. Shirley, take us to break. We'll continue to see if we can get up with the voice. If not, we'll just talk college basketball because we got awesome games going on. We got East Carolina leading Radford three to two in the top of the seventh. Is this game going by fast? It seems, it like, seems it. like it. Yeah. Started at three. Three. We hadn't been two hours yet, and we're through six. So, yeah, it's going at a pretty good pace here today. Pirates lead at three to two on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Up. Dub Up. We'll be back with you. More Pirate Radio Live on the way after these words.
hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Villa Verde on 10th Street and Villa Verde Dose by the hospital are open for you, serving unique and healthy dishes from the Dominican Republic. Order online at myvillaverde.com or the Villa Verde app. Order a family meal that feeds six to seven people and they'll have it ready for curbside pickup today. Whether it's dine-in or takeout, Villa Verde is a platform for good. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Barack. All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Boston College overtime is where dogs go to die. Well, guess what? Boston College is not a dog. They're an eagle. They're a bird. <laughs> They're putting up a fight, huh? And overtime yeah. is where birds go to fly. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? Because BC is up five and has another free throw coming. Two eleven left to go in overtime the magic of the 13 seed in the acc tournament rolls on for another year the power of bc uh by the way we are in the midst of a quarterback carousel in the nfl uh yesterday aaron Rodgers announces he's staying in green bay also yesterday we found out that russell wilson was on his way to the denver broncos today washington makes a huge splash bringing in one-time almost MVP candidate, Carson Wentz. And an hour ago, former Tulane great, Sean King. Now, how connected is Sean King into the uh, ongoings of player personnel moves, NFL chatter? I looked him up. What do you mean you looked him up? Well, no, I just went to his Twitter. I don't need to look him up. You don't know who he is? No. Well, you need to educate yourself. Well, I, guess I know you need that to look he is up. the quarterback's coach at South Florida. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know he led Tulane to an undefeated season. And was the quarterback in 1999 when Washington went to Tampa Bay in the playoffs and lost that. Uh, what a stupid game. In fact, it was Sean King that fumbled the ball, and then Warwick Dunn picked it up and ran for a first down. It was just a... Anyway, Sean King says, hearing if things go well Friday – Deshaun Watson to the Steelers is happening soon after. Oh, I believe it when I see it. I will not. Don't do this to me. I will not let you get my hopes up. Uh, I'm okay. It ain't me. I know. I know. Would you? Uh, you would be happy with that move? Oh, with I would welcome him with open arms. Now, we still don't know where Watson is as far as criminal civil right all i that would stuff. not be willing to make a move at all until that stuff is cleared of course you would also think or, or maybe i'm wrong assuming this but would should we assume that if a team is gonna pay a lot for them that they know things are settled or that is coming to an end you would have to assume so right because yeah. that's that's a huge risk yeah otherwise yeah to do that and to um to have him have to sit out games would right. be yeah. just stupid. That would be horrible. Yeah. All right. Wake at the line makes it a four-point game. 146 left to go. BC on top of Wake Forest. Coming up later on today in the ACC tournament, Clemson. Uh, winners yesterday will take on Virginia Tech. And then uh, later tonight, Louisville 
who won last night, will take on Virginia. Looking forward to uh, some fun sports trivia at AJ's and a lot of conference tournament action tonight. I think I'm going to get the Santa Fe chicken salad. Okay. I think I'm going to get there about 7 o'clock, watch the uh, Hornets play, order a Santa Fe chicken salad, which is really good. I'm going to probably get it with extra chicken. Get me a little cold brew. What kind of uh, dressing goes on a Santa Fe chicken salad? I, I do ranch. Okay. Because that sounds good. I like the, uh, I went to the Buffalo Chicken Wrap last oh, yeah. week, but they also have the Santa Fe Chicken Wrap. Yeah. What's the difference? I, I don't know what a Santa Fe Chicken uh, Santa Fe. Tex-Mex. It's got, a, instead of the buffalo, it's got kind of. Onions, like a lot of onions. Kind of like Mexican seasoning. To- oh. Tomatoes. Doesn't have rice. No. I made that up. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a different taste, but it's it's really good. It's really, really good. I always get the buffalo chicken wrap, but. You oh, I do too. Time. I do too. It's awesome. And their fries are great there too. Oh, yeah. I just got to lay off the carbs, man. I've been going ham on that, yeah. on the carbs lately. Should I read that Redbeard tweet or just leave it on Twitter? Uh, I see it as a notification. I'm afraid to read it. I'll probably just leave it on Twitter. But. Ben yeah. Roethlisberger and Deshaun Watson do have oh, some similarities. Uh-huh. Kinda, it's a pattern. Yeah, a, mm-hmm. see a pattern for me. Uh, so there's that. All right, we uh, I guess could not hook up with Jeff Charles. By the way, you were talking about the Rudy Gobert and it being around this time. Two, uh, well, it's gone. <laughs> anyway, but two years ago today <laughs> is when he was touching all the mics. There you go. And then it was announced like a day. Like, like a day or two later that he had COVID yeah. and was uh i believe patient zero in the nba yep he was did you see what happened here they got the uh turnover and then missed the three no that would have been a huge moment but they missed the three so now bc will go to the line the power of bc and shoot free throws shirley guess what i did just a few minutes ago Hmm. because it's something i've always wanted to do and it just uh, crossed my mind so i went ahead and took care of it bought a camaro no oh I wish I could afford to buy a Camaro. Punch Troy D. I am on a ticket wait list to get tickets to see the Savannah Bananas. Hey. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Are we all? Uh, wait, first of all, there's a wait list? There is a wait They're list always, because, because the season tickets sell out. almost. They, they sold out in two hours. When they went on sale, They the, the season ticket holders, the ones that have been purchasing tickets they they all sold out so they have a handful of individual game tickets they're not going to release those until the april 5th is for the june games so i'm going to try and see if we can't track down some tickets to go to the savannah bananas us yes oh sweet so road trip road trip everybody hop in so we are going. So what I've done is, is I put myself on the wait list so that when the tickets do go on sale, I'll get a notification saying that they're up, and I can see if I can't jump on them. So that would be fun, and we would document and make and it into yes. a nice video. Yep, we'll we'll document the whole trip down and. Molly, see. you want to go? <laughs> what do I look like? <laughs> If I want to Which, go watch, by the way, excuse me, Shirley. Sorry. If I want to go watch baseball, <laughs> sorry, Molly. I'm going to watch baseball. I'm not going to watch people go out there with a golf club or. If I want to play golf, I'll go play golf. If I want to watch baseball, I'll go watch baseball. And a lot of people think that this is funny and cute, and it is cute, you know. But I mean, really, you're taking away from the integrity of the game. We got, you know, Charlie. You sound like Sam Elliott. 
<laughs> you got the pitcher out here by himself. Dodge you're, Ram. You're a special kind of here. stupid, aren't you? Get, get out of here with all that mess. <clears throat> Real Molly likes the Savannah bananas. I love I love I, the Savannah. You know what? And you like caps. You know you like in you like hats a uh, lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you need to go to their website because their hats are pretty sweet looking, um, especially the fitted ones, which are the ones that I know you like. But they've also got a fan designed jersey that I am going to have to get my hands on. So, uh, but yeah, as soon as they go on sale, I'm going to try to jump on it and we might be able to be taking a trip in June to go see the Savannah Bananas. I uh, tell you this if baseball, (laughs) Major League Baseball, don't get their act together, there's going to be a lot lot of of minor league baseball that's going to get sold out. A lot of well attended. uh, Wood Ducks. So, Savannah, that's like a, is that independent league? I believe. I, I'm not sure. I, well, well, hold on. Let me go to the I'll website again. They're like the Harlem just... Trotters of baseball. Except they don't win every game. Savannah Nana's uh, world famous baseball circus is how they describe themselves. Exactly. What did I tell you? I don't want to go to a circus of baseball. Surely they have sold out every game since yes. 2016. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll get a few of my kids up, and I'll you know we'll come up with something. Well, they're in the Coastal Plain League. Yeah, and and for the first time ever. They're... Oh, they're a college. They're one of those summer league teams. Oh, okay. They're a summer league team. Yeah, and they gotcha. they went on yeah, they're, they're going on a world gotcha. tour. Why didn't you say that? Well, you act like you know it now after I said it. So, you say tour. Yes, they're going on a a world tour, and Four? and when I say world tour, it's. Uh, it's like three counties it's well it's different states like they got i'm looking at their uh-huh. schedule one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve out of the 14 games are sold out that's awesome good for them um they're traveling to kansas city birmingham alabama columbus georgia savannah georgia obviously west palm beach florida for a couple of games montgomery alabama for a couple of games daytona beach for a couple of games so this is they call it they're calling the 2022 banana ball world tour that's 14 game swing 12 of the 14 are completely sold out and the schedule for i was looking at the schedule for this month um they're all sold out and the uh tickets for june will not be released until next month well we talked about this before on the show and learned about it from mike mullis the owner uh of and the founder of the savannah bananas is just an absolute marketing genius and, oh, yeah. and, and does a great job of getting these guys getting these fans out there to the ballpark and then you know obviously the players are able to deliver uh on the field too so yeah i would definitely love to uh go to a CJ. game but it's very hard to get your hands on tickets all that, right that's the jersey i want i want it yeah. Joe Lenardi has Wake Forest as one of his last four in right now. And they are down by seven with 27 seconds left to go. They are going to lose to Boston College. This is the second straight year where the 13 seed in the ACC tournament has won two games. And by the way, Chandler, Miami did not win that third game last year, but they did cover. Remember, they. Uh, I thought they went four games deep. Did they win? There was three days I know where they won, and we were like, "All right, we got to go." And then they lost on the fourth day. Is that how it went? I'm not sure, but I want to say they played more than three games. Okay, I thought it was. Three you might be and right, done. but hmm. 
let's uh take a look see at what happened so they won one and then lost. you were right but yeah. that was uh that was fun and then they covered on the last day so they yeah. were done but we went out with a bang and uh right now wake forest is uh they're gonna lose so georgia tech beat them to go to the championship game and then they end up beating virginia okay. and georgia tech was the acc champions last year so here's what we do tomorrow we take bc power plus bc plus the points and then whoever they play tomorrow we go ahead and take to win the championship is that miami is wait a minute are they the four yes oh oh dude so miami plays boston college tomorrow i think so oh my god and that means they're gonna win the championship ah, don't say that and now. you're gonna be a rich man don't say that <laughs> oh wow connecting wow. dots here all right let's take a break we'll come back hour three pirate radio live will make you a winner open up the booty bag and bryce williams will join us talk about all the nfl news going on spring ball beginning on tuesday for ecu talk spring ball memories and uh, more college basketball. And it looks like that score has remained 3-2 to two in the ECU baseball game. So 3-2, to two, one out. Shirley, what you got? I also have the voice on hold. We will talk to him after the break. Sounds great. We'll talk to the Jeff Charles live in Texas when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Live well, move more, and hurt less with Kinetic Physical Therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, the Kinetic Physical Therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit KineticPTGreenville.com for more information. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All righty. Rolling three deep here in the studio. Got Chandler Honeycutt as our blocking tight end. Bryce Williams as our receiving tight end. Is that fair? Sure. We'll throw you the ball. Yeah, we'll give him a little dump pass. Yeah, look. I, 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 hey, what I'll do is I'll block, 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 shred. Exactly. Boom. Right over the open. Middle. I do have a scoreboard update on the Buccaneer Hall music scoreboard. <laughs> I always screw that up. The Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. The Bucc- Hall of Bucks scoreboard music. <laughs> yes. What do you got? ECU up 5-2 now. Nice. Boom. All In right. the top of the seventh. Uh, Jacob Jenkins Cowart. Uh, Jenkins Cowart. He's had a big singled, day. Uh, singled to right field. Lane Hoover scored. And uh, that's it. JJC two for four on the day. Bryson Worrell also has two hits at the leadoff spot. Pirates leading Radford 5-2. to two. We'll keep you updated on that one. And Wake Forest loses to Boston College. And now Wake is going to be a little nervous between now and Sunday because they were kind of on that last four in line, according to Joe Lenardi and the people that follow this. So they are right there on the bubble, and they'll be awaiting their fate coming up 
Sunday during the uh, selection show. Let's talk pirate basketball and more with the voice Jeff Charles as he joins us live from Texas, getting ready to call all the action on Thursday. Pirates and Cincinnati Bearcats going at us. Jeff, uh, how is Fort Worth, Texas this time of year? Fort Worth, Texas is nice this time of year, Clip. Uh, It's about 60 degrees and nice and sunny. It was a little chilly when we got in here last night at 8 o'clock. It was about 42 degrees, but it's really nice there. Sorry I'm running a little bit late. By the way, you know how coaches are. Joe told me that practice would go an hour and 15 minutes today, and it went two hours and 15 minutes. And then by the time we left TCU and got through the Fort Worth traffic and got back to the hotel, it was about a three-hour journey. So uh, we're here now, and we're here to talk pirate basketball with you, Cliff, and with everybody in the studio and all of our millions of listeners. Uh, millions and millions, as The Rock would say. Uh, Jeff, I saw a tweet. Uh, you remember former Pirate big man Neil Punt uh, from back in the day, played for Coach Dooley. Uh, his son, Caden Punt, a, a good basketball player. I saw Caden uh, tweet out, uh, thank you for letting us uh, watch practice today as Neil Punt's two sons were there watching practice. And I saw... Uh, the purple seats back there, Jeff, and uh, I remembered Coach Dooley saying earlier this week they were practicing at TCU's facilities. Is that right? That's exactly right. The Daniel Meyer Coliseum. I had not been in there in a number of years, Cliff, but when the Pirates were playing the Horn Frogs back in the Conference USA days, that's where East Carolina played a number of times. They have given <laughs> a facelift. And also the football stadium, Eamon Carter Stadium, is adjacent to the basketball arena. It's amazing what they've done to that football stadium. It's been totally refurbished, and it is really, really nice. That's what Big 12 money will do for you when TCU joined the Big 12. Obviously, they were in a better financial situation. They put a lot of money into their facilities, and I spent uh, some time today with Neil Punt. We had a really good time talking about the good old days when he played for East Carolina 1996-2000, to and Neil is living here now in Texas. He has six boys, by the way, and hopefully some future pirates <laughs> on the way. And you mentioned uh, one of his sons is a really good player. He is a junior. He's ranked as the 85th best player in Texas, and that says a lot because this is a huge state with a lot of athletes. And he's about, I'm guessing I saw him today, he's maybe about six seven or so. And then his brother was with him, and he's only a freshman. He's about six seven already as a freshman, so... Hopefully some more punts, maybe, will be on their way to ECU. That's awesome, Jeff. And uh, I remember having Neil on the show uh, a few years ago, and he kept saying, uh, watch out for for this Texas kid going to Greenville, Tristan Newton. He's kind of an unknown. He puts up a lot of points, and he dominates on the high school court out in El Paso, Texas. And uh, sure enough, Jeff, that came to fruition because Tristan Newton today named second team all-conference. Great honor uh, for the Pirate Guard today. Oh, no doubt about that. So happy for Tristan and congratulated him at practice today. And he's had just a terrific year. I think you can make a strong case for him being a first team rather than a second team selection. But Tristan averaged 17.4 points per game this year. That's third best in the American. He was the best free throw shooter in the conference at 87%. He was sixth in the conference in field goal percentage at 43%. I mean, he really did it all for the Pirates this year. Cliff, he had five games of 27 or more points, and he had nine games of 18 or more points, and he's had a a terrific year. If there's been an Achilles heel to his game, he's turned the ball over too much, but he does have the ball in his hands a lot. 
But uh, really happy for Tristan and his parents uh, will be here. Uh, they're making the trip from El Paso, which, by the way, from El Paso to Fort Worth is nine hours. But they're making wow. yeah they're making the drive uh, today, and they'll be here. And I know I've mentioned this on the network. I have not maybe mentioned it on your show clip with you guys, but. You know, Tristan's dad has one of the coolest first names I think I've ever heard. You know what Tristan's dad's name is? Let's hear it. Tristan's dad's name is Montreal. Montreal. All right. Hmm. Montreal Newton. (laughs) I can't say I've ever heard that as a first name. (laughs) I have not either, but he's a really good guy, and he's been his entire uh, career in the military. That's why Tristan is from El Paso. You know, there's a large military base there, and, and his dad has been in the military for years, and His mom is not in the military, but she has a military-related job. And so uh, Mr. and Mrs. Newton will be at the game tomorrow. Awesome stuff. And uh, hopefully he's got another big scoring day in him. I tell you, Vance Jackson has had big scoring days against the Cincinnati Bearcats team, Jeff. And uh, we'll see what he can do the third time around. He has had some phenomenal performances against Cincinnati on the road. Pirates got down by a lot, came back in that game. Uh, made it tight at the end and then of course here at home he had a free throw to give ECU a lead uh, with seconds left to go in that game and Cincinnati able to win it on a follow so this is a team they've played well against this year Jeff and uh, hopefully Vance and the crew have another good performance in them and they can get a win this time yeah what's really interesting in the game too uh, tomorrow is kind of a game within the game clip because Vance matches up with Jeremiah Davenport at Cincinnati and that is a terrific matchup of a couple of the best forwards in the American Athletic Conference. And, and those guys really go at each other. It's a lot of fun to watch. And Vance uh, burned him, as you know, in Cincinnati for 35 points and then had another 25-point performance against Cincinnati. And Jeremiah Davenport's had good games against uh, ECU down through the years. So you've got a couple of guys who really go at it. You've got both of them who have numbers to be all-conference players. I was a little bit surprised Davenport maybe didn't make the third team because he's he's had a really good year and, and Vance had numbers to make, you know, the third team as well. But you can't put everybody on the all conference team and those guys didn't quite make it. But they're two of the premier players in this league and it's always fun to watch them go at each other. Jeff, uh, you never know how a team's feeling going into a game, but uh, you've been around the team today. I mean, uh, does it uh, look like a team that, that's ready to, to win a game tomorrow, try to make a run here in this tournament? How's everybody's spirits as they are a day out from uh, playing in the game tomorrow? I think they're really good. Uh, this has been such a good group to be around all year, Cliff. I mean, I've not always been able to say that, but I really like these guys. They're very polite. They're very respectful. They're quiet on the road. And I was just with them five minutes ago, literally, before I picked up the phone to speak with you. We all came up together in the elevator, and they all seemed to get along really well together. They were kind of cracking on each other a little bit, uh, coming back on the bus, and but in a very respectful way. I think they really do like each other. And, you know, they, they spend so much time together. If you don't like uh, a guy that you're having to spend a lot of time together, it's kind of a miserable experience. But I've not seen that at all with these guys. And I thought they had a really spirited, really good practice today. And I talked to Joe after practice. He felt good about it, too. I thought they had a lot of energy. thought they were very attentive. Uh, at the end of the the practice, you know, they go over the scouting report. And, and Joe quizzes each one of the guys as to where they're supposed to be on the floor and they go over every Cincinnati player and his strengths and weaknesses and how you have to defend them. And I just thought it was a really good practice today. Cincinnati, by the way, they were at TCU as well. We didn't 
quite run into them, but TCU has a practice facility just like ECU has the practice facility in the arena. We were actually in the main arena, and Cincinnati was in the back area in the practice uh, facility working out as well. So it's uh, it's been fun uh, walking around. I got a chance to walk around downtown Fort Worth uh, this morning. Uh, I'm not very familiar at all with this city uh, because when the Pirates have come in here before to play football or basketball, uh, the, the campus is actually about 15 minutes outside the city. So we really have never been downtown here too much, but it's a really, really nice downtown. Had a chance to walk around this morning, and uh, a lot of the teams are staying in our hotel. We're staying at the Renaissance Hotel. I know I've run into Wichita State's here, and Memphis is here, and Temple is here, so a number of the schools are here. And downtown in Fort Worth on the light poles, they have the banners of all the schools. So even though it is a big city, and by the way, Cliff, I didn't realize this until I did a little research this morning. Fort Worth is the 13th largest city in America. I think that would really stun some people, and it has doubled in population in the last 20 years. So this is a big, big city, and sometimes a college basketball tournament, I think, can get lost in a city this size, a market this size. But there is some visible signs of the AAC tournament being here. And in fact, as I'm looking at my hotel room right now, I'm looking at one of the street lamps and they've got all the uh, banners up of all the teams. So I think the city is trying to do some things to promote the tournament. Jeff Charles joining us, East Carolina, taking on Cincinnati 1 Eastern coming up Thursday, live from Dickey's Arena. And Jeff, today, Chandler and I have been watching college basketball all day and we've been watching some former Pirates. Charles Coleman had the best game of his college career earlier today. Unfortunately for him, St. Joe's lost. But how about Charles Coleman, a career-high 18 points, Jeff. He had four three-pointers. He had 11 rebounds. He did all he could. Uh, but St. Joe's lost earlier today in the A-10 tournament. And now the second game of the A-10 tournament, former Pirate guard Jeremy Shepard has 10 points and six assists for Rhode Island. Right now, Rhodey with a 68-64 to lead over duquesne in round one of the a10 championship so we've watched uh, a handful of games today jeff and a couple of those have involved former pirates well i'm happy for charles coleman uh you're right that's the game of his life because he did not have really good stats and was not getting a whole lot of playing time this year at st joe's so the light bulb must have come on at least for him today and he's a nice kid and I'm, I'm happy to hear that for him some more ex-pirates and where they are now clip as we know, um, just a few days ago, Jaden Gardner was named third team all ACC at Virginia, and Jaden's had a really good year, right at 15 points and eight rebounds. And then how about Deshaun Wade, who is going to the NCAA tournament, and he's at Longwood, and oh, wow. is going to the yeah Longwood's going to the big dance for the very first time. And uh, Deshaun's had a really good year uh, as a guard at Longwood. He's averaged about 12 points a game. So he gets a chance to experience the NCAA tournament. So we're happy for him. And Noah Farrakhan, 17 points per game at Eastern Michigan. He's had a really good year this year. And Tay Hardy had a really good year at Southern Miss. So, yeah, there's a bunch of pirates out there, a bunch of nice kids doing uh, good things at other schools. Good stuff. Jeff Charles joining us today on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Jeff, I'll let you run. Before we do, let's go ahead and get... Bryce Williams' prediction for East Carolina-Cincinnati, 1 o'clock tomorrow, Bryce. Pirates lost, I think, by 7 at their place. 
and then lost on a last second shot here at home by one to cincinnati cincinnati a five-point favorite tomorrow bryce mm. so how you feeling about the pirates chances i think it's my first um prediction on a basketball it is. game so it's really got and i'm really only asking you because you've never picked against east carolina in anything i really haven't um <laughs> golly call you put me in the spotlight here <laughs> um i mean i heck I'm going Pirates. Got to. Got to. Going ECU uh, point-wise? God. Yeah. What's at least been our average points? Can well, I, can I at least know? Let's try to get to like, if we get to 70, that'd be good. All right. Uh, well, in that case, we'll go, uh, I'm going to go 67, 53. Oh, wow. 14-point wins, Is that Jeff? 14? My bad. <laughs> no, we're taking <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> Is that yeah, I want to hear the price has been spoken. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens uh, coming up. I'll tomorrow. leave the uh, basketball to the uh, main man Jeff. There, he's... all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I know Bryce. I know Bryce is a football guy, but uh, he's maybe heard this. I know you guys have, and uh, there's an old saying in basketball that it's tough to beat the same team three times in the same year. Yeah, goodness. Um, yeah, that could be the case. And and ECU had a really close game. At home, uh, the guard, a six-foot guard, Julius, got the tip in, the smallest yep. guy on the floor at the end of the game, and beat the Pirates <clears throat> in Greenville. And mm. the problem in Cincinnati, guys, is that ECU got way, way behind in the first half and, and really had to play catch-up, and that's really hard to do, especially on the road. And even though it was an eight-point game, it, it really wasn't an eight-point game. So, But they, they match up pretty well against Cincinnati. This is not the Cincinnati team of, you know, the Bob, the Huggins era, or the Mick Cronin era, where they were really, really good and conference champions and going to NCAA tournaments and all of that. This team is down a notch. So maybe the Pirates, I really do think they have a shot at them tomorrow. They're going to have to play really, really well. Going to have to shoot the ball well. I think East Carolina is going to have to shoot 45 to 50% in this game to have a chance. And as we all know, that's been a struggle for this ball club this year. But if they can do that, they always defend pretty well. I think they got a chance. I really give them a puncher's chance in the game tomorrow, guys. All right. Jeff Charles will be on the call with Coach Michael Perry coming up on Thursday. Jeff, thanks for joining us. If the Pirates win and uh, move on, we'll uh, we'll try to track you down uh, tomorrow afternoon if we can on the show. So hopefully the Pirates can get a W and you can extend your stay uh, down there in Texas. Well, I hope so. Nothing would please me more, Cliff, and I'd be more than happy to join you guys tomorrow. Sounds good. Thank you, voice. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, there is Jeff Charles joining us today. East Carolina taking on Cincinnati on Thursday. Just got a text um, from our buddy, Stephen Igo. He says, screw you. (laughs) What did I do this time? Well, actually, I did do this. Remember earlier I said how this uh, baseball game was just flying by? He said uh, the seventh inning has taken at least 40 minutes. So things have grinded to a halt after I said the game was going fast. Way to go. It happens every time. My bad. It's not like he's at the game. What does he care? Oh, I thought it was at the game. No. Oh, well, you know. Complaining to complain. You know people like that, Bryce? Yeah, I know plenty of them. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, Top of the eighth. Pirates lead at 5-2 over Radford. We have a this is March moment. Uh, Buzzer beater? A buzzer beater. Stanford was down 12 points with five minutes to go against Arizona State, and they hit one at the buzzer. Off uh, the bank is open, by the way. Yeah, they banked it in for the win. Well, it's West Coast time, so it's not five o'clock there yet. Yeah, so the bank's open. 
Bank is open. Yeah. And uh, Stanford. to register that one. <laughs> Stanford uh, gets by Arizona State. Folks, this is March. Thank you, Chandler Honeycutt, for that update on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Uh, March also means NFL news because NFL news happens every minute of every hour of every day of every month. And uh, we'll talk about some of the quarterback uh, carousel with Bryce Williams. Uh, a little Pirate Spring football and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market. It was a good day today. The stock market, uh, or the Dow rather, rose 653 points, closed out at 33,286. NASDAQ was ahead 460 at 13,255. The S&P jumped 107 points and closed out the day at 4,277. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Barat. That's a good uh, <laughs> All right. I like it. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Clip Rock, Bryce Williams, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, Shirley Rhodes, all packed in the Pirate Radio studios on a fun March Madness Wednesday. Also, ECU baseball going on. And the Pirates leading Radford 5-2 to two in the top of the eighth inning. We'll uh, continue to keep you updated on that one. And the other scores going on on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Rhode Island right now 72-68 over Duquesne. I love when people see Duquesne for the first time, <coughs> like Bryce Williams just did, and said, who is uh, Duquesne? Duquesne? Yeah. Duquesne. And we're still trying to figure out how they got Duquesne out of that word. Imagine that word on Scrabble. <laughs> that's a lot with that Q in there yeah uh, let's go to our Pittsburgh native uh, Filipino Pittsburghian from Havelock CJ Schaefer CJ what do you got <laughs> it's uh, I, I just looked it up so I could give you the official thing it says the proud French name was formed in Normandy when the fam when a family resided in Normandy uh, it's a local form of this place name meaning Quesney or Chennai. Okay, that didn't help at all. I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of that means. I was waiting for like the punchline. No, I don't know what any of this means. You had me in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. But it's I I know it's a I know it's a fort, an old fort that uh, is no longer there in downtown Pittsburgh. Okay, we were right that it was French though. Yeah, but you were good call. I was thinking Native American, and then me, I was like, nah, that is not Native. But in fairness, if you look at that name, it definitely says Duquesne. Duquesne is just wrong. <laughs> right. Because there's no... Okay, there's an S in it. There's no A in it Yeah. to get Duquesne from that. Right. K, yeah. I guess it's the... They're using the K, 
Q U E like queso. K- yeah. Hey, <laughs> look at you! You should be a uh, what do they call those people that study the language smart. and words? Yeah. <laughs> One of them smart folks. One of them smart people. Duquesne. I like that better than Duquesne. Utah State has a thirty-eight twenty-seven lead over Air Force at the half. Butler and Xavier tied at twenty-six at the half. Bryce, you don't pronounce the X in Xavier, and I uh, struggle with that. Sometimes. Xavier. It's just Xavier. Yeah, see, and, cool. and sometimes I use the X. So what? A, so why is X-ray X-ray? The X it could just be a well. That's more of a interrogation with Bryce. <laughs> well, X-ray. That's like a. It's like a letter and a ray. That's it's not true. really a word. X dash ray. Yeah. Uh Bryce, <laughs> I have something to ask you, and I'm glad you reminded me because I would have forgot for the second straight week. I know. You have actually uh, done something we haven't done, and that's seen East Carolina work out this off season. So you were over there a couple weeks ago. Um, first of all. Tell us what you saw out there. Well, you know, I guess it was called their, I guess we'll just say winter workouts. I can't remember if I can say that word that we used, the H-E double hockey stick week. Oh, yeah, hell week. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was our call, our hell week. And uh, I was like, well, heck, you know, obviously I was sitting here when I texted Trip to, or Coach Trip to uh, go out there. So I was like, sure. So I went out there that Friday. And, um, man, it was cool to be out there again, you know, just seeing the guys um, – out there competing they were doing a bunch of drills and stuff like that a few of the guys it's funny i've been around a few times and like some people don't remember but I, some of the coaches were like yeah they think you're like some like dang who is that guy like, we need him on yeah. the team are we recruiting <laughs> i know they thought i was some like recruit or something which is pretty funny um middle spot it was um you know of course I was walking around to all the different drills and stuff and coach weaver had a uh cool drill with like the cones and stuff and i always liked it when the guys would sort of mess up watching it you know they were like oh no like even like the small had the wrong foot up or whatever it was up up downs and they'd go you know do up downs and things like that and um of course you know how'd they do the other one thing they're like almost like a finished thing and of course i got next i saw shane was talking to him and um you know during their like kind of whatever up down thing i was standing next to him i said you know like, this ain't nothing come on come on he's just popping right back up nice um just you know just chat with him so it was cool to see him and then uh um, that's good oh gosh the uh aaron jarman no I was, I was going to the running back i just lost my mind um keaton keaton, Rajay. keaton. well so rajay did actually come up to me say what's up holton came up to me say what's up before it got going so that was it was just cool to be out there and see those guys, but uh, Keaton Mitchell was pretty funny. He's you, you could just tell he was just out there free flowing, not bothered by anything. Um, so it's you know it's always funny to see those guys who just not even affecting them. <laughs> um, and but you know, Nelson Shane was doing a great job. And then you know they did like the their tire fight thing, and um, I said I didn't record, couldn't record any of it or whatever, but. Uh, it was cool to see, you know, we didn't do any kind of, we did like some tug of war drill stuff, but they did like a tire where you grab a tire and pretty much trying to yank it out of the guys, other guy's hands. And I remember you saying a couple weeks ago, Bryce, you wish y'all would have done more of the competition mm-hmm, style like stuff. Like competition stuff. Yeah, that would have been cool to do that. And But to see these guys you know, do the tire pull, I mean, and the thing is, it's not at the beginning. I mean, it's at the end. So they're already, already been through. They've already done up downs. They've, you know, done all this and then they do a tire pull. They pick a select <laughs> few and it's cool to see the fight those guys had and um you know i mean they definitely 
they had to fight it, and you could. I mean, whoever lost didn't, you know, give up easily. You know, guys getting dragged through the line, but still, you know, it was just it was cool, great atmosphere to be out there and you know see the competition, and uh, you know, I'm glad Coach Houston let me go out there and check it out. So it was uh, it was a good time. You mentioned that you saw Keaton Mitchell. I, I I saw a video that ECU football had put it out on their social media platforms of Keaton showing so, a great example of leadership, doing some up downs and uh, mm-hmm. with, with the players and stuff like that. Yeah, so there was a who were some of those leaders that you yeah, saw there out was, there? I know Keaton Mitchell was one uh, of course I don't know all the familiar with all the names, but you know, there's at least a few group of few guys that would be offense defense. They'd be doing up downs and like each up down they do you know they just do a quick you know just a little, a little quick, dap yeah. a little dap and stuff in between each up, up down so that was cool to see you know that encouragement you know from both sides of the ball during something that's obviously not that fun um so it was it was good to see you know the guys with that uh camaraderie i guess you yeah. Say. yeah so when the cool. when the workouts first started I, I saw the term mat drills for people that don't know what is a mat drill what is that you know that's we had mat drills in marshall i guess it's honestly and that was actually in a gym during all seven and it was pretty much the same stuff but you know gym's more stuffy and all that and i um I guess you would also just say it's more different term of, you know, your hell week with, you know, nonstop, you know, football drills and competition things. And, yeah. you know, just to push, you know, mental toughness really is what it's about. We see that with ECU baseball in the off season. They, yeah. do, the, they do the mission week, which is basically hell on earth for those athletes. Right. So I yeah. guess that you can compare mat drills to that. Right. Yeah. Most definitely. Because um, I, I didn't see any mats out there. So I don't. I don't know where they get that term, but they definitely like to use it. And according to Bryce, things are going to ease off a bit because spring ball starts Tuesday. And you mm. said, Bryce, you remember that kind of being – No, it's probably nothing's ever easy, easy, right. but like one of the easiest parts of the calendar. Oh, yeah. Spring ball is, is – you know, you've been through the winter, the grind of the winter, and you got your, you know, winter workouts, and you haven't done any football stuff. You know, I think the guys are actually able to do walkthroughs and things, but you know, you actually get to touch a football. That's good. Yeah, they huh? actually get to touch the football now, like during walkthroughs and not a towel. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, talking to Coach Harold about that. Um, but yeah, spring ball, you know, the weather's starting to warm up. You know, you're pretty, you know, obviously your weekends aren't off, but you know, you have your scrimmages and scrimmages are always, I mean, super fun, especially when it's finally like, the full go scrimmages and you know then you got the rest of the weekend off to you know do whatever and it's just the fun time you know practices you know aren't as strenuous or stressful it's kind of like look let's just hone in and perform good and you know don't have to you know worry about a game um it's, it's just a good time i really enjoy spring ball when we talk about practice and and how much tackling goes on and the physicality of practice we always focus on the defensive side not really the offensive side. It's more about well, they missed a tackle because they hadn't practiced and they, they hadn't uh, ta- you know practiced tackling. But how about taking a hit on the offensive side? How physical is um, it for receivers, say in the spring? Yeah, for to the us, fall? yeah, you know, and the big thing about the spring, it's one thing to follow up. You know, spring's definitely a big, a great, a good time to. Um, I mean, that's where you know I was able to you know perform. That kind of gives the coaches an idea as you know the fall comes for training camp. You know, okay, who's going to stand where? And of course, you have to obtain that um, confidence in the coaches throughout training camp. But springtime is a big, you know, big deal for you know guys who are trying to make a name for themselves, especially when they get opportunities. And if it's not much, then you make the most of it. Yeah. Um, so it's a very exciting time for you know for guys who are trying to make it, and like like I was, you know, trying to prove myself. And you know, unfortunately, I had a very good spring 
after that first season. Um, and then as far as you know, taking hits and stuff, um, I don't know. I mean, I never felt affected like not being tackled or thudded. You know, nothing. Right. Didn't feel like, oh man. I, I guess it's more this. about ball security. Yeah, maybe. I mean, being. I think it's definitely. You know, the defense guys would always try and hit the ball. I mean, there was never just like a tap. You would get some kind of action towards the ball right. or contact on the ball which you know because if you I could see where you, if that wasn't get happening you'd get just a slight bit like a day's cool and not really you know be honing in on it but um, but I think it's definitely bigger on I mean I me personally I think a defense to have to have some kind of physical ta- you know contact you know, somewhere without the spring, you know, so the guys can still get used to, you know, the muscle memory of a tackle and getting your angles right and everything like that um, is definitely, I'd say, more important definitely on the defense rather than offense. Um, but of course, you know, offense alignment and stuff, um, you want, you constantly want that muscle memory and technique, you know, all, you know, honestly, throughout spring ball and training camp and all that. Bryce Williams joining us. We'll talk a little more football. Uh, we got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors, and we got to make somebody a winner, Shirley Rose. Let's do that right now. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away on this winner's day? Oh, how about lunch for two at Tiebreakers? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. The Breaker. A lot of great food options at The Breaker. What call are you looking for? I'm going to go, let's go Caller 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. More with Bryce Williams when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Congratulations to Mitchell Daub of Pofftown, North Carolina, who was our big winner of the uh, Lunch for Two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. And as we head back into the show clip, I have um, a kind of a semi-update to a story that you mentioned at the very beginning of the show about the possibility that the Steelers were looking at Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, Pro Football Talk just tweeted out about two minutes ago, and according to their sources, the Steelers are not interested in Deshaun Watson. So, because there you go. Because he's coming to Carolina. Well. We'll start that up again. Well, Your hey, excitement level? Why not? I mean, I'm kind of jealous of all the news going on around You were just league. adamant that somebody is coming to Carolina, and somebody, it's not going to be Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. No. Well, it won't be I Carson, saw Carson Wentz. I saw a tweet. Is he gone? Carson Wentz is our man, Washington. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw a tweet from, I believe, Sheena Sheena Quick, who covers the Panthers. Real quick. Um, ah. That was good. No, I'm serious. Hurry up. We got to get to Bryce. All right, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I saw a tweet from her that uh, the Giants might be a potential landing spot for Cam Newton. There's a lot of Giants mm. Mitchell Trubisky talk going on as well. I believe they hired somebody from Buffalo, so uh, could be a connection there. The ball, 
Uh, this quarterback stuff is nuts. Like, is everybody just going to change teams? I know. I guess that's the way it's going. CJ, glad you didn't get your hopes up about Deshaun Watson. That's good. Correct. Yeah. So good for you. I believe it when I see it. that. That's how you need to react to everything. Question <laughs> for Bryce. Kenny says, "Will Slim eighty be attending this year's Strut Masters in Farmville?" Um, possibly. Um, I mean, I would like to. I remember going on. Now, I mean, it's a big deal. I would. You now I'm gonna try and do that. Now, okay. if, I hope I can kill a turkey and bring one there, but uh, maybe at least just go. Yeah, and uh, for the entertainment. And uh, quick uh, trivia for Bryce. Uh, so Redbeard's helping you out with what you can say and not say oh. on the air. He said you can say hell, but you can't say that like someone did earlier this week. So earlier this week on the show, uh, yesterday we had. I'm gonna tell you who was all here with a microphone, and you guess who said that word on the air. So what m- day was this? This was yesterday. Yesterday. This was me. Tuesday. Uh, Mike Mullis was here. Troy D. Ellerby. Chandler. Shirley. Those are your options. I don't think Mike would have said it. Okay. Ah, I know. Part of me. Mm, I feel like I don't see Ellerby much in here, so maybe he's lost his. You know, radio. <laughs> he forgets no, what his. He's also he, a his jerk. awareness. He's also a jerk. His awareness. <laughs> he's he's so, a uh, notorious jerk, <laughs> according to someone. Gosh, that's tough. I mean, a part of me won't see the good Tordy or Ellery. Um, CJ would have said it. I think Shirley's pretty tight on the tongue. She knows what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, tight I, on the tongue. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go Ellerby. Oh, That's wow. a new one. Tight on the tongue. Yeah. I've never heard that I, That came off the cuff, by the way. That oh, well, just... well done. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, because when you got the right tools, when you, when got, you the... got when you got <laughs> when you got <laughs> when you got the tools when you got the tools you need, the job is easy. The job is easy. Uh, All right, Bryce, you are incorrect. incorrect. The person who said that word, a-hole, yesterday on the show was oh, Chandler Honeycutt. And he said it with authority. With utmost oh, it wasn't confidence. Like just a slip, yeah, like, hey, look, you got to have confidence in oh, everything you do. It was That's why I'm going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> look, so, it, you, it's, it's one of those situations that if you're going to go down, let's just go down in a blaze right. of glory. Don't yeah. foot around, right? <laughs> so he didn't. At least my and my hiccup was just fluid and didn't think about. It. I mean, I that's how it was with me. Though. Oh, I thought you said you said it like like you had paused and said it. Oh no, 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 no! It was like just regular conversation, kind of like oh, yours. It was? Yeah. No. What was worse? What did I say? See, I don't even know. Well, see, I I wasn't aware. Did you say the S word? Yeah, he did. I said the S word. I think, yeah, you did. So it's worse. Oh, yeah, that was at that reception. You said it it? a couple of times, Uh, and and, and Clip was like, Bryce, you you can't say that on the air. He gave Um, me one chance. I wasn't aware (laughs) that you couldn't say that. Because we say the A word. Hell, I'm afraid to say that now. For whatever reason, if you add whole to the end of that word, it makes it worse. I don't know why. I know. I don't make the rules. I don't understand the rules. I was wondering why everybody was so quiet when I said it, and I was like, "So what?" Yeah. Ugh. So my um, backlash. You couldn't call in. Yeah, we put you on probation. Oh yeah, that's probation. right. He, he just get a whoa, whoa. No, yeah, I let him in the studio to take over. Well, he actually got promoted. Wait a second. Hey, <laughs> I am I, look, standard. I am here. Scotty Montgomery. I'm failing up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're then, right, Bryce. Uh, we didn't do anything. In fact, he got more airtime the next day. You know what? I don't make no damn sense. Talk to Troy about that. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> what was uh, his reaction? Um, 
No, I kind of just reacted like, hey, you can't say that. And I told Chandler for whatever reason, when you add the hole to it, it's worse. I don't know why. We all kind of moved on. Yeah, we moved on from it. Yeah. But uh, I see how it is. They didn't lash me too much. Oh, yeah, we made a big deal about Bryce's just because it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to turn you off. Had do to put the dump on, clip? on you. We, do we have that uh, segment? Oh, I got it somewhere. Charlie, see if we have Bryce Williams. Go to the uh, folder and see gotta, if we have Bryce. Uh, cur- I remember work. how I flowed into that. Um, and we also, well, after Shirley looks this up, we need to take a break. I think we have one more break, don't we? And we're gonna have a mini speed round edition of pirate radio Outdoors. yeah it won't be too much all right so, uh i gotta get an update on the motor situation yeah i've been thinking about it all week yeah oh yeah the old motor the new motor we oh, gotta get a motor uh-huh. update how's your new shoes motorboat how's the new shoes on, on <laughs> Wait, the <what>? truck <laughs> motorboat yeah i was just Never mind. <laughs> New as in like no i don't know you just keep that well hey i'll tell you what <laughs> We'll get an update on the new shoes on the on the truck. Oh yeah, when, I tell you what. Back. I tell you what. Let's take a break. I think I have found it. <laughs> okay, but I need to make sure that it was bleak. properly bleeped. Okay, edited. Good, yes. good, good. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got a lot to do in four minutes. Oh, we'll do it when we return man. after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back uh, for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 54,000 followers today. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Clip. All righty. All right, we got a lot to do. First, let's hear Bryce Williams' phone call on the fifth quarter from a wedding reception. One of our callers called in. He said, Bryce Williams is here. I said, hey, tell Bryce to call in. Here's uh, what happened when he called in. On the ride there, and then uh, Anna, obviously my fiance, she was like, would you put that daggum phone up? We got, you know, the family's walking down the aisle. I said, man, I got to watch the Michi football. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are on fire. I got to watch this thing. I watch it during the reception. So, to see this stuff, what is it, 45-3, I think? I yeah. got to a minute left in the fourth quarter. I said, we got this. So, Bryce, he can't say that word even when you're on the phone. Dang gum. Dang gum. There you go. That's better. All right. We got to cut him. We got to cut Bryce. Get him off. <laughs> and I was talking probably hey, a few seconds. Out. Get him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Son of a gun can't cooperate. We got to cut him off. Dang gum it. There you go. All right. So uh, it was just natural conversation. Natural conversation. I said, man. Natural ball talk. I said, bleep. We got this. Yeah. And you were right. They did it. They had that it. That was exciting. All right. So we got that out of the way. Bryce, let's go Pirate Radio Outdoors. You got about a minute. Uh, well, we knew the motors. Did you sell your motor? We sold the motor. Did he pick got, it up? The everything's gone. gone. Good. The motor's gone, not the boat. Right. But we got the new motor put on. Uh, my controls have came in, my power steering and all that. Everything's come in. Now I just need to get some starboard to do some little thing. And I think my, my me and my, one of my friends is going to try and hook everything up. It's mainly plug and play. And then I'll just need to get a prop and my tack and the speed on her, so my gauges. So it's she's coming about. I've got every, almost all the puzzle pieces, so it's it's uh it's in the works. All right, so good deal. Uh, that's it. 
Yeah, we're yeah. out of time. That is the shortest <laughs> Pirate Radio Outdoors uh, ever. Did in you the catch history. a fish this I week? Do as I'm told. Did you catch a fish? No, nah, I did work in uh, good at my grandma's. So all right, but there was some still boat stuff came in today. Actually, well, my power steer stuff came in today. Good deal. So good deal. Yes, sir. Bryce, enjoyed it, man. Thank y'all for having me. Next Wednesday, we're going to have you uh, fill out a bracket. Now, we're going to try to get the materials to you beforehand so yes. you can come in with your bracket filled out. Yes. yes. Right. We'll try to do that mm-hmm. uh, next week. So we'll, uh, we'll be ready for NCAA tournament. Uh, thanks for hanging out, bud. Enjoyed it. Thank y'all for having me. Chan Man, thanks see- for being along for the ride. Yes, sir. And I'll see you tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Watch along coming up 1 o'clock tomorrow. ECU Cincinnati. The Pirate Radio crew will be in here watching the game, having a good time, enjoying some Winslows. So check us out on Facebook Live and YouTube and watch the game with us and uh, have fun with us here at Pirate Radio. Shirley, CJ, we'll see you folks tomorrow at 1 as well. And we'll be back on Pirate Radio Live Thursday at 3 o'clock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.